Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Are you ready? Wichita State men's basketball is on the air. Lobs inside for Poto. Catches and lays it in. Well, great pass and great finish. Spellard who dunks with both hands. Well, beautiful setup by Walt on that pass underneath. Now. It's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy and Bob Hall. What a finish by Isaac Abide. That is a play we have not seen from him outside of practice. Laid it in and a foul. What a finish by Kenny Poto. This is the Shocker Nation. Anytime, anywhere on the Odyssey app. Your home for Shocker basketball is on the home for Wichita's greatest hits. 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to the Ingling Center in Tampa, Wichita State and South Florida today. And the winning strategies are brought to you by Capital Federal, trusted banking and loans for your family, home, and business. True Blue for over 130 years. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Once again, here's Bob Holt. Thanks, Mike. Uh, well, South Florida has picked, uh, finished ninth in the AAC, but they're 3-1 and one to start AAC play with the win at Memphis. They got a four-guard lineup with balanced scoring. They only turn the ball over 11 times a game, and but they force 14 turnovers of their opponents. <laughs> Let's talk about defending the Bulls. Uh, it starts with 6'4", 210-pound senior Selton Miguel. Miguel. He averages 15 points, four rebounds. He leads the AAC in three-point shooting, as you heard Coach Mills talk about. Best shooter in the league. He's a versatile offensive player. He can hit the three, but he's also very good one-on-one player. He had 23 points at Memphis at five out of 10 threes in that game. And the last two games, he's shooting 58% from the field. So he's gonna be a load, whoever has him. Six foot four senior, Chris Youngblood. He averages 15 points, three rebounds. He's a Kennesaw State transfer. He was all a son last year in that conference. He's a catch and shoot guy. Half of his shots are threes. He's only shooting 33% from three last this year, but he was a 42% shooter over the season last year. So he shoots the three like Kobe Rogers does. He had 17 points against Temple, 17 points at UAB, and he had 26 against Alabama State. Hit six of nine threes in that game. Their big guy that Coach Mills was talking about, the mobile big guy, is 6'10 junior, Kasim Pryor. He averages 11 points, seven rebounds. He's a JC transfer that earlier had played two years at Boise State, so a very experienced player. He's kind of a face-up, stretch-four kind of guy. He drives, he hits the offensive board. He'll shoot threes, but he doesn't shoot a very good percentage, just 18%. 
They like to spread you out on offense. They drive. They cut. They do a lot of one-on-one play, and they get to the free throw line. As you said, heard from Coach Mills, they shoot a lot of free throws, and they don't turn the ball over much. So it's going to be a challenge on offense or on defense for Wichita State. Now, offensively, offensively for the Shockers, they need to take advantage of their size difference. The Bulls should have trouble matching up with uh, Quincy Ballard and Kenny Poto. So look for some pick and roll lobs. Look for the high-low game with the big guys. And look for the big guys posting up strong and trying to get some easy ones at the bucket. Last two games now, the Shockers have played very well offensively. Against Memphis, they scored 86 points, had 50, 55% field goal shooting, 52% from three point. And a Thursday night against FAU, 77 points, 56% field goal shooting, and 44% from three. So they've got to continue that uh, shooting. Uh, that, that would really be helpful if they keep playing offense like that. But they've got to make their free throws, and they've got to quit turning the ball over so much. So run your offense efficiently, hit your threes, take care of the ball, and let's make, make, make our free throws this afternoon. Rebanding is going to be a big key. They let the, the wind slip away on Thursday night at FAU because of breakdowns in defensive rebounding. That was a, uh, that was a, a big part of losing that second half. Gave FAU too many second chances, and they took advantage of them. So today, got to finish the defensive stand, Mike, by boxing out and grabbing the rebound with two hands. All right, Bob, thank you. If you need to update your Shocker wardrobe and fan accessories, remember you can visit the Shocker Store's Coke Arena location at the Souvenir Shop to browse their ever-changing selection of Shocker gear. They're open during all men's and women's home basketball games. Find everything you need for every generation of Shocker Nation at the Shocker Store. We mentioned earlier, South Florida 10-5 and overall, 3-1 and in the American. They have won both of their conference home games and are 8-2 and two so far this season here at the England Center. Wichita State 8-9 and nine overall, 0-4 oh in the American. And the Shockers just 1-4 and four in true road games so far this season, including 0-2 oh on the road. We're going to have a moment of silence here for... Uh, well-known local fan and basketball promoter, so we'll respect that and pause for a moment when they go to that. They're making the announcement right now. Both these teams under new head coaches, Paul Mills coming to Wichita State after six years at Oral Roberts, and Amir Abdur Rahim in his first year here after four years as the head coach at Kennesaw State where his teams went from 1-28 and 28 to 5-19 and 19 to 13-18. and 18. Last year, 26-9, and nine, won the ASUN and went to the NCAA. Now that moment of silence. Thank you. Now, let's meet today's starting lineups. Wichita State will be in typical road black, letters and numbers in gold, and South Florida's main colors are green and gold. They'll be in white uniforms, green letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim on the uniforms. First to be introduced for Wichita State, Colby Rogers, 6'4", redshirt junior from Covington, Georgia, leading the team at 16.2 points per game, shooting 40.5% from three. Dalen Riginal will be at a forward, 6'7", grad student from Kansas City, averaging 7.9 points, 7.5 rebounds. 
Quincy Ballard is the five man, a seven foot redshirt sophomore from Syracuse, New York, 7.9 points per game, six rebounds, almost two and a half blocks per game. Harlan Beverly is a 6'6 redshirt junior from Detroit, 9.6 points per game, a team leading 3.4 assists. And rounding out the starting lineup today for the Shockers will be, who was the fifth Original. Guy? I got him already. Ballard. Is, is Cortez. Cortez. Dijon Cortez. 6'1 junior from Kingfisher, Oklahoma. 4.8 points per game. 2.2 assists in six games so far. Just became eligible prior to the Kansas State game. Again, the Shockers 8-9 overall. 0-4 oh in the conference. Waiting for the introduction to South Florida. We'll mention every game's better on campus. Tap in and grab a seat at Social Tap Drinkery. Social Tap, proud to be the official watch party sponsor of Shocker Athletics. They are located in Brayburn Square, right on campus. It's a distinctive tap room that has 52 different taps and a solid menu. Choose from one of their specialty wood-fired pizzas. Located on campus, Social Tap is a place for everyone and the perfect place to gather with friends for pre-game or post-game celebrations and all televised Shocker Athletic events. This arena, the Ingling Center, seats 10,411. So about the same size as Coke Arena, configured differently. You have kind of an upper deck here and even a almost a third level as it kind of goes straight up around the court. Uh, we'll have way fewer than that today. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in a playoff game at Detroit, kicking off at, I think, 3 Eastern time. So a lot of people apparently stayed home to watch that, and I would say we'll have maybe 2,000 or so in the arena. Starting for the Bulls. Chris Youngblood, a 6'4 senior from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, transferred from Kennesaw State, averaging 14.7 points per game. Kobe Knox, a 6'5 redshirt sophomore from right here in Tampa, transferred from Grand Canyon University. He's averaging 8.3 points per game. Brandon Stroud is a 6'6 senior from Atlanta. He's averaging 5.3 points per game and four and a half rebounds. Jaden Reed, a 5'10 freshman point guard from Westbury, New York, and he's averaging 7.9 points per game, also 4.1 assists. And rounding it out, Keyshawn Pryor, a 6'10 junior from Chicago, 11.3 points per game and 6.7 rebounds per game. As Bob mentioned, he's kind of an unusual five-man because he'll play at the top of the key a lot, kind of a facilitator in their offense, a, a good passer, likes to drive it, doesn't all that often go down and post up on the block. But Pryor is a guy who in five games this year has scored in double figures and in those five has averaged 20.4 points per game. In the other nine games, it's 6.3 points per game. So. When he gets going, he is really potent, but not always that effective. He's going to be a key guy, I think, Bob. If they can hold him to 10 or less, I think that will go a long way toward toward helping win this game. Yeah, the last two games, he scored 21 at at Memphis with 10 rebounds. He had 29 the other night against Rice. And both games, he shot a lot of free throws, 9 of 11 in the uh, Memphis game, 15 of 16 in the Rice game. Tip-off controlled by Quincy Ballard. The officials today, Mike Nance, Lee Cassell, Vladimir Boyard, Tadal. Shockers with the first possession. Bijan Cortez dribbles right to left, tries to drive it into the keyhole area, cross on the right wing to Beverly. 
Drops it to Quincy Ballard. Off the lane right side. Dribbled up toward the keyhole area. Out front to Colby Rogers. 12 to shoot. Colby dribbles right. Picked up by Pryor for a moment. Now drives into the lane. Pull up 12-footer is short. Rebound kept alive by Ballard but controlled by South Florida as Stroud came out of there with it. He drives all the way to the other end and throws a pass that's off the hands of Colby Rogers out of bounds. He got up in the air, the kind of thing we've been talking about the Shockers not doing. Tried to throw a pass, threw it kind of right to Colby Rogers, but hard enough he couldn't hang on to it. Yeah, the, the defense got back in transition that time, and Colby was right where he needed to be to, to take, uh, take that pass away. Inbounded way out front to Pryor, hands it off on the right wing, goes down in the right corner, and they swing it back out high to Knox. Into the lane, Stroud, trying to get rid of it out on the left wing to Reed, Jaden Reed. On the dribble, down the left side of the lane. Throws it back out and knocks with a long jumper that bounces off. Long rebound, they're going to call a foul. Stroud ended up on the floor, and the two shockers in the vicinity were original, and Bijan Cortez is going to be Bijan Cortez called for the push. Well, I like the fact the two shockers were there to try to get the rebound that uh, Cortez just uh, got his hands on the defender instead of boxing him out with his body. Youngblood will play it in from the left left side of the baseline to Knox near the left corner. Out to Pryor, hands it off to Reed, the point guard. Way out front, waiting for his teammates to get set, puts it on the floor, one-on-one against Cortez. Ten to shoot, lobs to Pryor right at the top of the arc. Pryor makes a couple of dribbles, still has it. Now he's going to drive it down low, trying to fall away. Jumper over Ballard, bounces off, rebound Dalen Riginal. Good defensive stand for the Shockers. Beverly comes up the floor, drives it down the left side of the lane, pivots back out, bounces to Cortez near the left wing. Original hobbing a little as he comes up the floor. He went down after that rebound. Lob inside to Ballard, catches in traffic, gets it up off the glass and scores. Great job of kind of timing when he went up on that to score. Yeah, nice pass by Colby Rogers over the top. The defense was fronting Quincy Ballard, and they threw over the top. 2-0, Wichita State. Reed in the front court, one-on-one against Cortez. Right at the top to Pryor, turns and faces up. One dribble, hands it off to Youngblood. Jumper from the foul line is a little short. Rebounded by Bijan Cortez. Cross-court pass to Beverly. Driving in from the left side, out in the right corner. Three by Rogers, way short. Flat and short, bounces out of bounds. It'll go to South Florida. Yeah, they so, really... Go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say, Colby off to an 0-for-2 start. They really pushed the ball up hard that time. Beverly was racing towards the basket, but ran into two defenders, so he kicked it over to Colby in the corner. Had a real good look from the corner, but couldn't make it. Wide open look was low, kind of flat arc and hit low, short on the uh, front side of the rim facing him. So back to South Florida, Wichita State leading 2-0, two minutes gone. Jaden Reed into the front court, right side of the floor. Flips it on the right wing to Pryor, out front to... Whoa. And underneath, Pryor was all alone. They reversed it, and it was uh, Brandon Stroud who found uh, Pryor all alone under the basket for an easy layup. Yeah, miscommunication on a switch there. Uh, Quincy Ballard and uh, Beverly not talking on that one. 2-2 game. Bijan Cortez tried to penetrate, was double-teamed, flips it to Ballard, right back to Cortez, going toward the right way. Throws baseline, ball was deflected, saved by Rodgers. Out on the wing to Cortez, eight to shoot. Bijan driving it, spinning, gets the shot away, and then missed it. Made a great tip and save, though, by Ballard on the rebound, and then he is tied up, and the possession arrow favors South Florida. Yeah, he went up high, got the rebound over two guys, but then brought the basketball down, and a six-foot-six Stroud tied him up. 
Bijan Cortez made a really good move off the dribble, turnaround, and he had about an open eight-footer and then just missed it off the right side. Didn't come very close. South Florida with the ball. Stroud out front over on the wing. Pull up by Youngblood about eight feet. Airballed and trying to save it. Youngblood chased his own shot but stepped out of bounds. It'll go back to Wichita State. Yeah, Youngblood puts up a lot of shots, and he was a big, strong, powerful guy. Kind of put one up that time, but missed everything. So far, the Bulls are one for five from the field. Wichita State one for four. Colby Rogers dribbles right, goes right baseline to Beverly, who dribbles back up to the wing. Crosses over at the top, keeps his dribble. Left wing almost threw it away. Cortez with the save, one-on-one against Reed, looking for a ball screen. Now throws it cross-court. Rogers up on the wing to original. Contested three is short. Kept alive by Ballard, but recovered by Stroud, who brings it up the middle of the floor, down the lane, going up on Colby Rogers, dishes it under for Knox in the lane. Youngblood out to Pryor. He thought about it. He dribbles behind the back pass. They reverse it out front to Reed. And now they look to the sideline. Amir Abdul-Rahim calling out an offense. Reed to the right of the key. Backs it up. Shoots a three. Way off the mark. Rebound Colby Rogers. Both teams still cold. Rogers into the front court for Wichita State. 2-2 ball game and almost four minutes gone. Rogers on the right wing. Double teamed. Spins. Bounces to Ballard at the high post right elbow. Takes a dribble, hands it to Harlan Beverly. Down the lane, saw a little opening all the way in. Lays it in with the left hand. Took it right at Youngblood and scored. Yeah, Youngblood, six foot four, 200 pounds, powerful guy. Beverly got a half step on him and made a really pretty play at the rim to get the ball in the basket. 4-2, Wichita State. Pryor at the high post, left elbow. Hand off to Knox. Knox into the lane, forcing his way in. Might have gotten bumped. I think we may have a foul here. And it's going to go on... Dalen Riginal, I believe. Yep, foul on Riginal, his first, team second. It will belong to South Florida after the first media timeout. 15.39 to go in the first half. Slow start, it's Wichita State 4, South Florida 2. At American Family Insurance, we know your life has many moving parts. From your four wheels to your hard-earned home and the financial future of your family, we'll cover the things that matter most. Bundle your home and auto policies for possible savings and add life insurance for convenient, future-focused protection so you can keep dreaming towards what's next. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Upgrade your laundry room's styling and function with a Whirlpool Large Capacity Front Load Laundry Pair. Clean regular size loads fast with a quick wash cycle and get on with your day. In the dryer, the wrinkle shield option helps keep wrinkles from setting in when you can't unload right away. Add modern style to your home at the right price with a Whirlpool Energy Efficient Washer and Dryer. Shop Litton's Appliance, conveniently located at 123 South Hillside. And get 12 months no interest financing all month long. In sports or in financial planning, it's true that failing to plan is planning to fail. It's also true that you better plan for the unexpected. I'm Justin Baxter with Baxter & Associates. We are financial planners, always planning for the unexpected. Your financial security is no game. Call Baxter & Associates. Call 316-652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Securities investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. You're listening to Shocker Men's Basketball with Mike Kennedy and Bob Hall. Now, we go back to the game on the home of Wichita's greatest hits. 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Tampa. 
as I said, a slow start for both teams. Wichita State at the first media timeout leads 4-2. The Shockers have hit 2 of 6 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3. And Tampa, or South Florida, 1 of 6 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3. Wichita State with one more rebound, 5-4. to four. The Shockers have the game's only turnover, and I'm trying to remember that. They show Quincy Ballard for a turnover, and I don't remember what he did. To he brought the ball down and got tied oh, up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, jump ball situation. Yeah. So that's been the only turnover so far, neither team scoring after turnovers. Yeah, a lot of activity, uh, ball moving up and down the court, a lot of passing, a lot of uh, cutting. Uh, both teams really moving the basketball well, and but just nobody been able, nobody's been able to knock down a shot. Selton Miguel into the game for South Florida. He's been coming off the bench, but he plays 29 minutes a game and is their leading scorer at 15.1 points per game. So he's in. Xavier Bell and Kenny Poto are in for Wichita State. So each team, and Isaac Abide. So both teams subbing for the first time. Knox planted in, right wing prior. Puts it on the floor, being guarded by Poto. Pull up 15-footer, bounces off, fight for the rebound, and Reginald clears it for Wichita State. He and Abide had pretty good position. Bell into the front court, right wing, working off a screen by Poto, then flips it to Poto, who came off the screen, hands it off to Colby Rogers out front, dribbles left, back in front to Poto, shoots a three, short, and the rebound to Miguel for South Florida. Pushes it ahead, going to the rim as Knox, and he lays it in, plus a foul, I believe, on Colby Rogers, it'll be a chance for a three-point play. Yeah, Kenny Poto did a little pick-and-pop move and was short on his three-point attempt, and the ball bounced out, and that triggered uh, USF's fast break. They had more offensive guys at the basket in transition than the Shockers had defensive guys, a two-on-one against Colby Rogers. Paul Mills mentioned the pregame interview. Transition defense be extremely important today. Shockers broke down that time. Free throw attempt is no good. Rebound by Kenny Poto. So Knox only gets two of a possible three. Game tied at four all. Into the front court, Xavier Bell to Rogers, right back to Bell. Driving hard from the left side, spins on the baseline, spinning into the lane, still spinning, turnaround jumper, good. That was a tough one-on-one play against Jose Placer, who just came into the game for South Florida, but Bell gets his first two, gives the Shockers a 6-4 lead. Yeah, fadeaway jumper that time by Bell on the left baseline. Pryor at the top, dribbles a couple of times, hands it off to Kobe Knox, knocks into the lane, shot fake, now bounce pass deep on the block to Pryor, spinning to the baseline, puts it up, missed it, rebound Kenny Poto, and quick outlet to Bell up into the front court, driving it into the lane, back out to original, three right elbow, off the back, high rebound, fighting for it, Poto, and it's recovered by Pryor for South Florida. Yeah, Poto went up for the ball, but couldn't go up as high as Pryor got up there. Placer penetrating the right side, pull up 15-footer, good. Jose Placer is a sixth-year senior, a transfer from North Florida who missed about a month with an injury, hasn't been scoring a lot since he came back, but he ties the game at six, and Bell going in hard is fouled, and will get the Shockers' first two free-throw attempts. Placer, I think, got him. uh, No, Stroud. Brandon Stroud's first, team's first. Paul Mills had mentioned another key today will be guarding without fouling. You want to keep this team off the line. And so far, three fouls on the Shockers. That's the first on South Florida. But Bell gets to the line for two. First one is good. 
So there's three quick points for Xavier Bell off the bench. For the year, he is shooting 73.6%, but like a lot of the Shockers, has struggled a little recently. Didn't shoot any the other night at Florida Atlantic. Was three for four in the Memphis game, but just two for eight in the three games prior to that. So he had been above 80% up until those last few games. That one is a little short, tipped by Poto, but it's recovered by Pryor for South Florida. So the Shockers with a one-point lead, 7-6, as South Florida gets into the front court. Jose Placer to the right wing. Dribbles back to the middle, out in front to Knox. Left wing, Youngblood, jumper on the way, good. But a, is that a three? It's close. I didn't see a I signal, think it was Mike. just a two. So on the line, 9-7, South Florida. Poto at the top, dribbles right, keeps the dribble, hands it off to Original into the lane, lobs for Poto, and he wasn't looking for it. Tipped, though, and recovered by Original. Down low, little turnaround, good. Great read by Original that the ball was still loose, went and got it and hit a little turnaround. Yeah, hit a nice tough shot against Youngblood. Youngblood bodied him, but he played through the contact and made that shot. Game tied at nine on the left wing. Placer almost lost it. Colby Rogers had a hand on it. Cross court, baseline knocks. Throws it out front. Placer left corner. Driving is Sam Hines. Ball deflected. Kenny Poto comes up with it. Colby Rogers got a hand in and poked that one loose. Yeah, good steal by Colby Rogers. Colby in the front court, pulls up for three out front, short, rebound uh, over the back. Original, that's going to be his second. He was boxed out, and the rebound came out very long, like 15 feet from the basket, and he tried to get to it over the South Florida player and commits his second foul. Yeah, Original's going to sit down with that second foul, and uh, Ronnie DeGray has checked in for him. South Florida possession. They've subbed a couple more. Corey Walker Jr. is in for the Bulls. Sam Hines is in the game. Placer on the right wing, and it went right through Knox's hands out of bounds. He just looked like he kind of looked off of it as the ball bounced in there, and it bounced past him out of bounds. Yeah, no defender near him. He just uh, took his eye off the ball, went through his hands out of bounds. 9-9. Nine, nine. We've got 12-42 to go in the first half. Bell into the front court, dribbles to the right wing, bounces down on the right block for Poto, spins, goes in there strong, reverse layup, good. He got hit hard twice by Corey Walker and still finished under the basket. Yeah, 6'11 against 6'8, Corey Walker's at a disadvantage height-wise, so Poto made him pay. Walker out front, catches a lob pass, dribbles right, looking for a teammate, having trouble getting it to anybody. Now to Placer, three-pointer right wing, good. Yeah, he hasn't scored much lately uh, in the last three games, but you can tell he's a shooter, very confident guy. Has five today, and that puts them in front, or within one. It's 12 to 11, Wichita State. Poto, a handoff to Isaac Abide, taking it into the top of the key, now bounces to Poto, right side of the lane. Backing in on Sam Hines, turns baseline, little bank hook, wouldn't go. Rebound Walker for South Florida. Yeah, trying to post up the smaller player that time, Poto, but just didn't get it high enough off the glass. Placer penetrating, then Walker, left corner, Hines. He takes it in the lane. Cross-court pass was deflected, but saved. Placer for three, no good this time. Ronnie DeGray fighting, comes down with the rebound and makes a great save, and outlet to Poto. Up ahead to Colby Rogers, pull up three left wing no good Colby off to an 0 for 4 start rebound South Florida the Bulls up 12 to 11 about 11:22 to go in the first half and their coach said slow it up and get set up he he slowed them slowed him up that time Corey Walker right wing to Hines popping out front over to Kobe Knox still beyond the top of the arc back 
to Youngblood, penetrates, throws it back out to Hines, over to Placer, seven to shoot, drives it down low, in traffic, and draws a foul. Somebody left their feet on a shot fake. Gonna check the foul here before we go to the break. Mike Nance, it's Isaac Abide with the foul, and 11.02 to go in the first half. It's South Florida 12, Wichita State 11. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Shocker fans, this is Billy Lubers with Lubers and Cheney. If you're in the market for a new Chevy, Ford, or pre-loved car, truck, or SUV, we invite you to visit us in Cheney or online anytime at luberscars.com. Lubers, proud supporters of WSU Athletics and your friendly way to buy. Ignite your day with Dunkin' Energy Punch. Hard-hitting flavor meets high-powered energy. Try our three flavors that pack a punch. Tropical Blue, Strawberry, and Blue Raspberry. Each are powered by Rockstar Energy Drink and combine a tasty blend of Blue Raspberry, Coconut, or Strawberry flavors. Dunkin' Energy Punch is made to fuel you through the long days and nights. No matter what you're feeling, Dunkin' is the place to get your energy drink. America runs on Dunkin'. So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrapped a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you received this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. 
Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, and Angela Valentine. You're listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. 11.02 to go in the first half. South Florida leading Wichita State 12-11. to The Shockers off to a 5-for-14 start shooting. That's 36%. 0-for-6 from 3. 1-of-2 from the line. South Florida just a little better. 5-of-13, 38.5. They've made 2-of-4 threes. 0-for-1 from the line. South Florida with one more rebound. They also have one more turnover. They have two to Wichita State's one. Paul Mills wanted to see the Shockers defend without fouling, keep this team below 21 free throw attempts. So far, five fouls on the Shockers, just one on South Florida. And the second, the uh, fifth foul was just committed right before the timeout. Jose Placer going to the free throw line for two shots, foul on Isaac Abide. Yeah, he's an 89% free throw shooter, but hasn't shot very many, just eight out of nine. He set out a lot of games with, a, with an injury earlier. One, one problem for the Shockers, uh, their best shooter, Colby Rogers, 0 for 4 so far in this first half. Placer knocks down the free throw in three years at North Florida, 124 games. He shot 86% from the line, so he is a career high 80s free throw shooter. Has six points already, and that one's good also. Placer had two double-figure games in the first three games of the season, including 21 against Northern Iowa, and then had that injury, missed a month, and he's just come back the last three or four games. Bell into the front court. The Shockers trailing by three now. Bell being guarded out front by Kobe Knox. Dribbles left, drives hard, down into the basket. Kind of forced it, but got it. He had to tuck it back over his left shoulder with the defender right up on him, but got it to go, and he's got five. Yeah, got a half step on the six-foot-five Knox and got all the way to the basket with the left hand. 14-13, South Florida. Corey Walker dribbles to the left wing and flips it down in the corner to Youngblood. Back to Walker, who fires, misses badly, didn't hit iron. Rebound, Harlan Beverly. Brings it up the middle of the floor. Stops at the top of the key. Left wing to Rogers. Another three by Colby. There you go. After four misses, three from three, Colby Rogers knocks down a three-pointer. He has had one in every game this season. And the Shockers back in front, 16-14. Corey Walker, left wing to Youngblood. He'll fire the three. That's off the back iron. Colby Rogers with a pretty good box out. It got tipped, but Bell recovers up ahead to DeGray running the floor. Back on the wing to Bell. Squared up on Sam Hines. Puts it on the floor. Takes it in the lane. Spins and throws it left corner to DeGray. Down on the block. That's Poto in the lane, and he gets fouled. Being manhandled from behind. I think Sam Hines will see here. Now it's actually going to go... Youngblood. On Chris Youngblood, guard trying to help out. That's his first, team second. I think the foul may have occurred before Kenny. Nope, they're going to put him at the line. I thought maybe it occurred before he was in the act of shooting. Yeah, they must have got caught in a switch or something because Placer was on him, and Youngblood came down there to help when Poto was posting up. Free throw, good. Kenny Poto with his third point. Shockers are now two of three from the line. Bell went one of two earlier. Poto for the year had one really good stretch, but for the season, 61.3. Makes both there, and Wichita State adds to its lead. The Shockers now up 18-14. Placer into the front court. Gave it up to Hines, right wing to Youngblood. Looking out front, still has his dribble, puts it on the floor, trying to take it in the lane. Got up in the air, pass was deflected, almost stolen. It's still loose, and Poto comes up with it. Xavier Bell was in the middle of fighting for that deflection, got it to Poto. 
Now Bell gets it back, shot fake, left block Poto. Spinning on Hines, jump hook, missed it. Fighting for his own rebound, probably went over the back. Yeah, he tried a little too hard to get his own miss, picks up his first foul. He got the ball down low against the smaller six foot six Hines, but he rushed a little hook shot. Didn't really get his shoulder squared around on that hook shot and kind of shot it over his shoulder uh, and then picked up the foul trying to get the, get the second chance. Colby Rogers out and Bijan Cortez back in. So it's Bijan, Ronnie DeGray, Harlan Beverly, Kenny Poto, Xavier Bell. Ken, uh, Reed back in the uh, point guard position, Jaden Reed for South Florida. Gives it to Walker at the right elbow. Turns, looking to hand it off. Having trouble getting it to anybody. Finally to Kobe Knox. Takes it down to the baseline. Right under the basket for Hines, who practically dunked it. Just laid it in. Yeah, somebody on the weak side got looking at the ball and forgot all about their man. And the Bulls made him pay. Sam Hines only averaging 2.4 points over the last five games. Gets his first two today. Cuts the lead to two. Bell dribbling right to left off a screen by Poto. Keeps his dribble over on the right wing to Beverly. Harlan puts it on the floor, works off a little screen by Poto, goes baseline, goes all the way in, reverses and gets it with the left hand. Went clear under the basket and laid it in. Uh, Acrobatic shot by Harlan Beverly that time. He's got two driving layups for four points in the game. Out front it goes to Walker for South Florida, dribbles toward the left wing, hands it off to Reed. He drives it in the lane. Got Bell up in the air but couldn't get the shot away. Pulls it way back out. 12 to shoot. Way out in front, Placer has it. He's looking for a ball screen. Gets one from Walker, dribbles left, into the lane, pull up, fall away, rolls in. He can't miss today. He's got nine here in the first half, and the game is a two-point game. Shocker's up 20 to 18. He's only made two baskets total in the last three games, but he looks like the focus of the offense today. Bell in the lane, and a flop by Placer gets a charge call on Xavier Bell. I'm not sure about that one, but it goes against the Shockers and takes away a basket. And we've got the under eight timeout at 7.49 to go in the first half. It's Wichita State 20, South Florida 18. Hey, soccer fans. Meritrust Credit Union is proud to be the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. As your local full-service financial institution, they're passionate about providing student-athletes in your community with the resources needed to make the best financial plays. No matter where you are in your financial journey, Meritrust can help you conquer each milestone ahead and help you be the author of your financial future. Visit MeritrustCU.org to learn more. Federally insured by NCUA. Imagine a career where you see your work every time you look up into the sky. At Textron Aviation, we make world-class Cessna and Beechcraft aircraft, and we're looking for people to join us. Here, every role is critical and every person valued. You'll be part of a team who shares your commitment to making big things happen and part of a company with outstanding benefits, including competitive compensation and health benefits, beginning day one. Explore the possibilities at txtav.com slash careers. Nachos! Hey, I'll take some. And some Frank's Red Hot. Nah. You're just going to eat these boring nachos with no flavor. Uh. Frank it up! Frank it up! <sighs> this guy finally gets it. It's the perfect blend of flavor and heat. Frank's Red Hot. I put that sh- on everything. Feel like everything's clouded by doubt? Visit CaliforniaPsychics.com. Our psychics are available to talk 24-7, and we guarantee if it's not life-changing, it's free. Experience the joy of certainty. California Psychics. The Shockers play here on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. 
Welcome back to Tampa. A reminder that Eisenhower National Airport is proud to be the official sponsor of the Wichita State Shocker Watch Parties. The airport will be giving away a free parking certificate at each party. And at the final watch party, they'll have a drawing for 50,000 American Airlines miles and up for two round-trip tickets. The more watch parties you attend, the better your chances to win. So join in at Social Tap to watch the Shockers when they're on the road and enjoy the game with your fellow Shockers. Right before the timeout, an offensive foul called on Xavier Bell, and Paul Mills spent a bit of time in the timeout talking to Lee Cassell about the call and the apparent flop by South Florida that he thought should have gone uh, that way, should have been called as a flop and not a charging call. 17 foul on Wichita State, took away a basket by Xavier Bell after the contact, and we'll give the ball to South Florida with the Bulls down two. It's 20-18 to 18 Shockers. That definitely wouldn't have been a foul Thursday night <laughs> in that Florida Atlantic game. I mean, the referees, uh, they hardly ever got their whistles out of their pockets. They let, they let both teams play, but uh, yeah, I think he fell for the, the fake by Placer that time. Wichita State, three of its last four from the field. Now eight of 18 for 44%, only one of seven from three. South Florida's made two of its last four, seven of 17. They're at 41.2% and two of six from three. The Bulls have it. Reed in the front court, picked up his dribble, gets away on the right wing to Hines, almost stolen, and now Cortez dives in there, ties it up. Foul. But they... Yeah, the foul. Call a foul on Ronnie DeGray reaching in from behind. He kind of reached in, poked the ball. Cortez went on the floor and got his hands on it. They're going to call the foul on Ronnie DeGray, so that'll be his first, but the team's eighth. Cortez this will be a one-and-one one for Cort South Florida. Cortez had the ball. I mean, uh, he jumped on the floor and got the ball. The referees usually don't call a foul there, but uh, Voyer Tadal, the... The referee is having a heated discussion with uh, Paul Mills right now. Paul Hines, about Paul Mills really getting hot early on. He was hot the other night at Florida Atlantic, and he's not a whole lot of patience right now about all that kind of stuff. Hines with the free throw, good. He'll get the bonus. Sam Hines, Jr., 6'6", Jr., from Marietta, Georgia, is a 74% free throw shooter. Averages 6.3 points per game, but only 2.4 over the last five games. <clears throat> He has three today. South Florida now three for four from the free throw line. That one is up and too hard. Rebound to Ronnie DeGray for Wichita State. So the Shockers with the possession. They are up by one, 20 to 19. Bell signaling the offense as he starts left. Right in the middle to Poto at the top of the arc. Dribbles to the right, hands it off to Colby Rogers. Rogers trying to use Poto as a screen. Dribbles right, double team over to Poto. Open three, way off the mark. Rebound controlled by Reed. They're going to call the foul this time on Reed over the back of Xavier Bell, who had pretty good position in there. That'll be the third team foul on South Florida. Poto's going to sit down. Uh, Quincy Ballard uh, coming back in. Poto just has not been close on those three-point attempts outside. It's taken a couple, and they have not come close at all, as Bob said. Shockers inbounding from the baseline. Bell looking to get it in and tried to go cross in the left corner. He's on the right side of the basket. Tried to go down the baseline to the left corner to Colby Rogers, and Placer got a hand in, just enough to deflect it back out of bounds. Coach Mills changes the play, calls number five. Let's see what this one calls for. This time he'll inbound from that left side of the basket on the baseline and in to Ballard on the left wing, out to DeGray, in front to Beverly and over to Colby Rogers and back out front to Harlan Beverly who drives it down the lane, gets up with the shot. It wouldn't go, but a foul, he'll shoot two. 
coach, the Shocker bench is yelling that South Florida's player grabbed the net. I think the foul was on Placer, if I believe. The referee signaled two. Trying to look up on the scoreboard. It's hard to find stuff on the scoreboards here. He signaled two. I don't know if that meant two shots or the two number two for, for a player. It's actually, it would be Placer. That would be, shows two fouls on him. Four team fouls. I think they're going to come over they and check the, uh, for a possible, ba that would be basket interference. You can uh, make you, this you, a possible three-point play. Yeah, you can't touch the basket, the, the rim, the net when the ball is in the basket or, or above it in the cylinder. So they are taking a look at it. And we remind you, the Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletics. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent Wichitans who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, or join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, granite countertops, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a virtual tour at www.oxfordvilla.com. Well, the other night, the Shocker shot uh, hit five threes in the first half, 42%, ended up hitting eight for the game at 44%. But so far in this game, really having a hard time knocking down any threes. They're just one for eight uh, in three-point three attempts. Last two games in which they have shot at the best they have all year, they've shot almost 49% from three, 21 of 43. But Bob said, not off to nearly that kind of start today. After Mike Nance and Warrior Tadal looked at it, they called over Lee Cassell to see what he thinks as they're taking a couple of looks at. There was definitely, I just saw what part of the replay, there was a hand way up in the net. And... They're not going to give it. They're not going to give them the call. Well, the ball's got to be above the basket or in the basket uh, for that to be basket interference. So I think, that's, uh, I think that's what Mike Nance just explained, that the ball wasn't positioned where they can make that call, even though there was a hand up in the net. So it's two shots for Harlan Beverly. The Shockers so far, three of four from the free throw line. They lead by one, 20 to 19. Harlan's first trip to the line today has scored four points from the field. 67.4% on the year. First free throw is good. Harland has had as many as eight for eight in a game this year, but over the last four games is just four for nine from the free throw line. Kind of symptomatic of the way the Shockers have been as a team. That one is short, patted out, and Beverly gets it on the deflection. So he missed the free throw, but recovered his own miss. Now to Bell down the lane, floats it for Ballard, oh, he got and he got pushed from underneath and no call. Yeah, Youngblood wow. just backed Ballard right out of there after he jumped up for that lob. Youngblood just went underneath him and took him out of there. 21-19, Wichita State, South Florida ball, right wing Sam Hines out front with it to Pryor. Left wing Youngblood back out front to Reed. Reed dribbles right around Colby Rogers. Throws it in the left corner. Back out front to Youngblood. Pulls up at the foul line. Contested jumper. Good. 15-footer by Chris Youngblood. His second basket ties the game at 21. Bell in the front court. Dribbling at the top against Reed. Looks for a call from Paul Mills. 
Dribbles left, gets a step around Reed down to the lane, pull up floater, good. Xavier Bell got some room as he got around the initial pressure by Reed. He's got seven, and the Shockers back in front by two. Yeah, Reed's a true freshman out of New York City, five foot ten, so Bell's got a big height advantage on him. Hines the top to Pryor, left wing to Kobe Knox, down on the left block. Backing in, Youngblood throws it cross-court, low pass on the floor. Bell going after it, but Hines able to save it to Pryor. Now out front to Knox, over to Reed, left corner, Youngblood drives the baseline, up in traffic, block, gets his own rebound and sticks it back in. Yeah, Youngblood stuck with it. Ballard just stuffed him, but Youngblood got it back and put it right back in the basket. 23 all, Youngblood now with six. He averages 14.7 per game. Rogers cross-court left side to Bell. Zone. Yeah, zone defense, Mike. Lob for Bell. Beverly, and he dunks with both hands. Great pass from Colby Rogers to Beverly, cutting down the left baseline. He's got seven in the first half. There was a nice back pick by somebody, either Ballard or Ronnie DeGray. 25-23. Pryor's going to launch a three, misses it off the back, rebound to Bell. He's actually a lower percentage three-point shooter than Kenny Poto. Bob mentioned 18%. Beverly driving and fouled on the way in. This will be on the drive before the shot, I believe, but... Shockers will keep it out of bounds, and it'll put another team foul on South Florida. They're going to call an arm bar. Fifth team foul. I think they're going to check the time. Uh, A a couple seconds ran off the clock, and uh, referee Lee Cassell is going to adjust the, the clock. I think he's saying 508 instead of 506. It was the second foul on Chris Youngblood, so he and Placer have two apiece for South Florida. Dalen Original with two for Wichita State. They are going to give Beverly two shots here. Harlan just made one of two. Wichita State four of six so far as a team. First free throw is good. I like the way Beverly's driving to the basket. He's been very aggressively going at the hoop. Another try coming. Selton Miguel, Brandon Stroud back into the South Florida lineup. Beverly with one more try here. That one's good. So he goes three for four so far today from the line. Nine first half points. Wichita State by four. 27-23. 5.05 to go first half. Jaden Reed in the front court right wing. Out front to Knox, left wing to Miguel. Crossover dribble and Beverly almost stole it. Miguel recovers it over to Reed. Little shot fake, drives, goes in low, and throws it out in the corner to Pryor, out front to Miguel. Gets a tough three away, way short, but rebounded by South Florida. And I got totally screened. Ball comes loose, Bell with the recovery. Down the middle of the floor, driving it on Reed, all the way to the basket, lays it in. Yeah, Muscular drive to the basket by Xavier Bell. Yeah, got banged a couple of times, and he played right through that contact and made the bucket. Wild shot at the other end was Pryor trying to do an underneath shot underneath Ballard's block. And pass the wing, stolen. Ronnie DeGray up the floor, driving it all the way to the basket and missed it. Rebound right in front by DeGray, and he's fouled. The shot, the follow shot bounced on the rim and bounced out, but he'll go to the line for two as he rebounded his own miss. Yeah, good second effort by DeGray that time. Missed his shot initially, but got the rebound, stayed with it, and drew the foul on the second effort. That was on Selton Miguel, his first, team sixth. So at one point, the Shockers had five fouls to one. Now it's eight whistled on the Shockers, six on South Florida. Ronnie DeGray at the free throw line, shooting two. 
First one is good. So the Shockers off to a much better start at the free throw line today. Well, they took the bus over to the practice gym in Florida Atlantic and shot a whole bunch of free throws last night. So it's paying off so far. Shockers seven of nine from the line. That's DeGray's first point of the day. That one rolls softly in, a little short, but found the room. And he's got two, and the Shockers lead by eight, 31-23. 4.15 to go in the first half. Pryor dribbles it up the floor, picked up by Ballard at the top of the arc. Keeps his dribble at the left elbow, now drives it, goes aggressively to the basket, blocked by Ballard, a foul called, and the Shocker bench again, really upset with that call. It has been Vladimir Voyard Tadal who has been the shocker nemesis on the officiating crew. Every call that they've really taken an issue with, it's been his, and he's getting tired of hearing from Paul Mills. Well, at that time, it was Quincy Ballard trying to guard the really mobile Kassan Pryor. He's very quick for six foot ten. He got by Quincy, but Quincy recovered, blocked it, but uh, the referee thought it was too much contact and called the foul. Pryor's first free throw opportunity is an 80% shooter. Knocks that one down. That's his third point so far today. Gets to the line five times a game and makes 70%, averaging 11.3 points per game on the year. Played a couple of years at Boise State and then last year at Northwest Florida State Junior College. That one is up and good also. So Pryor with four, Wichita State's lead is six, 31-25, 4.05 to go first half. As Bell brings it into the front court, they're looking to kind of trap him out there, cross court to Beverly. Now kind of a one, almost a 1-3-1 one, one zone oh, yeah. look. That's it, Mike, 1-3-1 one, one trap. Left wing, Beverly wide open three, way short. Rebound comes out to Stroud, long pass up court to Miguel, taken to the basket on Bell, who blocked the shot and rebounded by Bell after Colby Rogers got a hand on it. Bell driving off to Ronnie DeGray, and they're going to call a charge on Ronnie DeGray. Yeah, he just lowered his shoulder and went plowed right into the defender. Good call. That's going to be two on him. Ten team fouls on the Shockers. The ball will go over to South Florida after the under-four media timeout. 3.40 to go in the first half. It's Wichita State, 31, South Florida, 25. At Coke, we're proud to call Wichita home and thrilled to support our hometown Shockers on and off the court. Think you have what it takes to join our winning team of more than 3,300 Wichita employees? Careers are currently available across the board to help you take your skills to new levels. Come see what the hype is all about for yourself. Visit cokecareers.com to learn more. That's K-O-C-H careers.com. Hey, Shocker Nation. There's even more reason to cheer for your favorite team. Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey is now a proud sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Made by a legendary Irish distiller, Keeper's Heart is a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey and bold American whiskey for a completely new taste experience. Whether you enjoy it neat, on the rocks, or in a signature cocktail, it's the ultimate game day companion. Keeper's Heart Whiskey, where the heart of Ireland meets the spirit of America. Please drink responsibly. Hi, I'm PJ Vote here to tell you about my new podcast, Search Engine. On Search Engine, we tackle the kinds of questions that keep you up at night. Like, why are drug dealers putting fentanyl in everything? Should we be worried that Elon Musk believes that we're living in a simulation? And for the love of God, is it actually unsafe to drink the coffee on airplanes? On Search Engine, no question is too big and no question is too small. Listen and follow Search Engine with PJ Vote and Odyssey Podcast. Available now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. 
See agents Sean Chapman, Kerry Mock, or Chris Post. You're listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Three minutes, 40 seconds to go in the first half here in Tampa. Wichita State leading South Florida 31-25. And since the last time out, Wichita State has made six of its ten shots. South Florida just two of seven. Wichita State now 11 of 24 for 46%, despite being just one for nine from three. So they are 10 of 15 from two-point range and eight of 10 from the free throw line. South Florida, nine for 24, 37.5%, two of eight from three and five of seven from the line. Wichita State plus four on the glass. Each team with four turnovers in the first half. Wichita State has outscored South Florida 16 to eight on points in the paint. Dalen Riginal back into the Wichita State lineup playing with two fouls. He joins Harlan Beverly, Quincy Ballard, Colby Rogers, and Xavier Bell. And Jose Placer playing with two fouls for South Florida brings it up for the Bulls. Dribbling way out front near the timeline. Looked right wing out the top to Kaysen Pryor. Pryor with a handoff. Trying to penetrate a little Selton Miguel. Working that right side against Beverly. Now gives it up out front to Pryor. Pryor a couple of dribbles. They're down to 10 to shoot. Pryor trying to get it to a guard. Now may try to make a play himself. Backs it up. Five to shoot. Launches over Ballard. Bounces off. Rebound Harlan Beverly. Really good defensive possession for the Shockers. Very good defense and finished it by getting the rebound. Beverly penetrating in the lane, almost got knocked off his feet, saves it out on the left wing to Colby Rogers. Fans wanted to travel. Harlan motioning that the ball got deflected. Beverly bounces to Ballard. Tough catch, and the ball taken away by Pryor. Colby bounced it behind him. He had to reach back for him. Pryor able to get in and steal it. Pusser in transition for three. Uh, you got to find him. He yeah. was wide open. Original decide, noticed late, tried to build out on him, didn't get there in time. It's 31-28, Wichita State. Placer with his second tray has 12 points in the first half. Rogers left wing in the middle of the floor to Bell. Beyond the top of the arc, guarded by Stroud. Over on the left wing to Colby Rogers. And a bad pass, but it's saved by Original. Goes up and banks it in. Took some contact and scored. Dalen Original with four. Yeah, they had Placer, who's only six foot one, trying to guard Dalen Original. And so the Shockers just isolated him on the left block. 33-28, Wichita State by five. Miguel out front. On dribble weave, hands it to Stroud, who hands it to Placer. Placer dribbles left into the keyhole, down the lane. Dribbles back out, and we got a whistle away from the ball and an offensive foul called on South Florida. Pryor ends up on the floor. And their coach is all the way down past half court. He's on our end of the floor uh, complaining about that call on Pryor. Pryor ends up on the floor holding his around his eyes. I, wouldn't, I didn't see the play, Mike. Did you get a good look at it? Yep, they're, they're upholding. It's an offensive foul on Kaysen Pryor. That's his first foul. Seventh team foul. Wichita State gets the ball back. And the Shockers are leading at the moment 33-28. 1.55 to go in the first half. Well, Pryor's saying that uh, he caught a forearm or elbow in the head. So I think Mike Nance, the lead official, is going to take a look at this and make sure there wasn't some kind of a flagrant foul. We will be getting back to our coaches' shows on Monday, so we hope you can join us at Dino's Grill and Tap Works 
or if you're unable to be there in person, you can hear it on KFH, 97.5 FM, 1240 AM. It's Terry Nooner talking women's basketball with Steve Strain from 6 to 7, and then Paul Mills joins me from 7 to 8. So that's our Shocker Coaches Shows tomorrow night. Dino's Grill and Tapworks at 21st and Webb in Wichita. Yeah, I didn't. I was looking off the ball or looking at the ball, and that happened off the ball uh, prior. I think was setting a screen and was called for an offensive foul on the on an illegal screen. But he complained that he caught a forearm in the head. So it was kind of kind of in front of us, but out of out of our main view. It was just off kind of the left corner of my eye where it happened. And the referees are all huddling now, talking about it. They they looked at the video, and now they're they haven't really let us know what what uh, what the call is. It's been back and forth in New Orleans with 11.03 to go in that game. Memphis leading Tulane, 62-57. And still to come today, game tipping off at 2 o'clock Central Time. It'll be Florida Atlantic at UTSA. Now they're calling Paul Mills over there and coach. Here we got some, we've got to explain to you. So that's usually not a good sign. Mike Nance explaining to Paul Mills what they've decided here. They're not very far from us, but we can't hear them because the, the PA's are so loud. Paul not making a big issue of it, so apparently whatever he was told, he's not. he said okay. It wasn't like he's angry about it, but it looks like there may be more to this than just the foul call on prior or maybe a reversal of whatever they called. They're walking with the ball down to this end, and Pryor's going to the free throw line. So obviously they've reversed the call or modified it. They're pulling everybody off the line, so it must be a flagrant one. There, there wouldn't be any free throws uh, on his blocking foul anyway because that's a player control foul. So there could be still be a foul on uh, Pryor. Uh, but uh, the, the, the Shockers wouldn't, they wouldn't shoot. One for the forearm to the head or whatever. Obviously, there, there must have been some kind of a flagrant foul because they put Pryor on the line. Trying to look at the Shocker board to see who they might have called a foul on. Original with two. Bell, well, Bell with two, but I think maybe he already had two. Cason Pryor, two of two from the free throw line, 80% foul shooter. And makes the first. There hasn't been any formal explanation. It was on Bell, so he has two. And Pryor getting another free throw here. Wow, he is He takes forever it. before he shoots. That's why we weren't talking. That one's good. So he's got six points. And... They, they erase the foul on Pryor, and it's not only he not only gets the two free throws, but they get the ball. So it was a five-point shocker lead, and it could be down to one or tied here with a minute 55 to go in the half if South Florida able to score. Knox got it into Reed out front. Standing dribble up beyond the top of the arc. Started right, now goes right wing to Pryor. Made a shot fake, step fake. Now puts it on the floor, trying to drive it on Quincy Ballard. Have a left-handed hook. And they're going to call another foul, this one on Quincy Ballard. Yeah, he's very quick, six foot ten, but very quick. And he, he, they cleared the side, and he went one-on-one against Ballard. Got a half step on him, and there was just a little bit of contact, and he went crumbling down to the floor. He makes it really makes it look like he got fouled. He is kind of into dramatics, gesturing and 
facial expressions and a lot of stuff. He is four for four from the line. Gets two more here, so he could cut it to one with a minute 42 to go in the first half. First one is good. Paul Mills wanting to hold South Florida to 21 or fewer free throw attempts, and for most of the first half, they were in range to do that. But they have now shot 10 here in the first half. This will be their 11th. Well, he shot 11 free throws in the Memphis game, and the game prior to that, he shot 16 free throws, made 15 out of 16 in his 29 points against Rice. Made that one as well. So they are now 9 for 11 from the line. South Florida, Wichita State, 8 of 10 from the line. Some full-court pressure initially, but Miguel's looking around like nobody else pressing and backs into the front court. Bell has it out near the timeline. A minute 31 to go in the first half. Dribbles toward the right wing, guarded by Reed. Picked up his dribble way out front to Colby Rogers. The Shockers with a one-point lead, 33-32. Rogers dribbling, left wing to Harlan Beverly. Six to shoot. At the right elbow, down into the lane. Drops it under for Poto, and it got poked away. Bad pass, rebound, or stolen by South Florida. Reed at the other end, all the way in, out in the corner to Youngblood, for, or Knox for three, missed it. Long rebound, chased down by Pryor, and South Florida still has it. We're just under a minute to go now in the first half. Jaden Reed, way out near the timeline. That's at least three offensive rebounds for South Florida in the first half. Four, actually, now. Left wing, Miguel almost stolen by Rogers. One to shoot. I don't know if he got it off in time, and it didn't hit rim. So the Shockers get a shot clock violation and get it back. 42 seconds to go in the first half, and Wichita State leading 33-32. Well, the last time down, Beverly made a nice drive to the basket. Poto was open, but he didn't pass it high enough, and the defenders were able to deflect it. Bell into the front court. Cross court to Colby Rogers, way out beyond the arc, back over on the right wing to Bell. At the high post, Beverly down the lane, little scoop shot, he just hung in the air and laid it in with his left hand. He was uncontested. He's got 11 and the Shockers get their lead back to three. Yeah, they jumped in that 1-3-1 half court trap again. The Shockers got the ball to the high post to Beverly and he went right by the defender, right to the basket. Timeout by coach uh, from South Florida to set up a play here at the end. 23 seconds to go in the first half, so unless Wichita State causes a turnover or they take an early shot, the Shockers won't get it back. South Florida could tie it with a three going into the half, so Shockers looking to make one last defensive stand here. Wichita State now shooting 50%, 13 of 26. They've held South Florida to 36% on 10 of 28. South Florida's made three threes to Wichita State's one, and they've made one more free throw, but the Shockers well above what they've been doing from the line recently as they are 8 of 10 from the line in the first half. Yeah, the reason the Shockers are shooting a so much higher percentage than they were earlier is two guys. Beverly is 4 out of 5, and Bell is 4 out of 4, so the two guards for Wichita State doing a nice job of getting close to the basket. The Shockers started the half five for 14. They have made eight of their last 12 field goal attempts. And they are one of nine from three, so they are 12 of 17 from two-point range. Well, they were, they were trying to get the gray in the game, but they subbed him too late. And the referee, Cassell, came over to tell him that, that DeGray couldn't come in. So Paul Mills called a timeout so that he could get him in the game. as probably to protect Ridgenal or and he's got Ballard sitting too. Well, and I think Bell, is Bell out? Because he has two fouls. I see 
No, yeah, Bell's he's in. He's in the huddle. DeGray, Bell, Beverly, Kenny Poto, and Colby Rogers as Reginald, Ballard, Bell, and DeGray all have two fouls in the first half for Wichita State. Three players, all, or two players with two for South Florida. Kobe Knox will play it in from right in front of us. Left sideline, just beyond the top of the arc extended. 23 seconds to go in the first half. They throw it all the way into backcourt to Jaden Reed. He'll walk it back up across the timeline. Looks like South Florida content to play for one shot right before the end of the half. A three to tie or a two to get them within one point. Reed working against Bell, down to eight to shoot. Dribbles right. Picked up his dribble right wing. Knocks for three. Way short. Rebound loose on the floor. It's recovered by Wichita State. And they'll take the three-point lead into halftime. So a pretty good last defensive stand by the Shockers. And at halftime here in Tampa, it is Wichita State 35, South Florida 32. Stay tuned for the halftime show. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Did you know that Andy's Frozen Custard is home to the fan-favorite Shocker Jackhammer Treat? It's the world's finest vanilla frozen custard blended with fresh bananas and creamy peanut butter that Andy's jackhammers with hot fudge down the center. Yummy! A portion of the proceeds go to the Athletic Scholarship Foundation at Wichita State. What a great way to support our favorite university while treating yourself. Swing by one of Andy's Frozen Custard 3 Wichita locations today and top your day with a smile with the Shocker Jackhammer. Today might be the day she finally wins one-on-one against Dad. Today, you'll proudly buy her that victory lunch. Today is why we're here. Free checking from Interest Bank. All the ease you expect combined with zero fees. Nice game. Free checking from Interest Bank. Tradition for today. Member FDIC. Wichita golfers are raving about the course updates at Tallgrass Country Club, Wichita's newest private golf club. Tallgrass Country Club's expansive golf course renovation includes updates to the fairways, greens, cart paths, billy bunkers, and more. Tallgrass Country Club invites you to explore their beautiful new private golf course today. 
Visit tallgrasscountryclub.com for details. That's tallgrasscountryclub.com. In college athletics today, having a strong name, image, and likeness program, known as NIL, is critical to athletic success. Armchair Strategies, the official collective of Shocker Athletics, is led by former WSU student-athletes who are passionate about helping today's student-athletes monetize from their NIL. Contributing is easy and affordable for all Shocker fans through the Armchair Army. Receive exclusive benefits as an Army member by contributing as little as $10 per month. To sign up or learn more about NIL at WSU, visit armchairstrategies.com. You're driving down the road when suddenly your GPS tells you there's a detour ahead. That doesn't mean you just turn around and go home. At Baxter & Associates, we know that just because the directions may change, your destination hasn't. I'm Justin Baxter with Baxter & Associates. Let us help you map your financial future. Call 316-652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Securities Investment Advisory Services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents Kirk Farber, Wes Sawyer, or Dylan Hartnett. The Shockers play here on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. All in all, a pretty good first half for Wichita State. The Shockers not even close from three-point range, but still shot 50% from the field and 80% from the line. Defended well, holding South Florida to a low percentage. And for the most part, one and done. Only gave up four offensive rebounds. They had an edge on the boards. Kept the turnovers pretty even and the points off turnovers. So all the things that you look for to give yourself a chance to win on the road, the Shockers did a pretty good job of. Yeah, I thought the defense was really good. Uh, The Bulls were really having a hard time getting open looks. They got a couple early, but couldn't knock down their threes as the Shockers and both the Bulls were really cold from three for most of the half. But uh, Shockers just maintained their defense and really made it difficult for them to get anything at the basket or anything easy and then did a pretty good job of keeping them off the offensive boards. They did get four offensive rebounds, uh, but I think maybe only one putback uh, of those four. You know, South Florida overall is not a great three-point shooting team, 33%, 331. But Selton Miguel, who normally gets about five threes in the air a game, shoots 48%. So that really helps their percentage. And in the first half, he only took three shots, two from three-point range, and did not make one. So that's a big plus, but you can't expect that to continue the entire ballgame. But they have taken 13 of their 29 shots, almost half from three. The Shockers only nine of their 26, about a third of their shots. And when they, most of those misses were early. Kenny Poto threw up a couple that weren't very close. Colby Rogers started out missing his first three from three. And so the Shockers kind of started going inside, driving the ball to the basket, finding other ways to score and and drew some fouls accordingly. Yeah, I was just doing a little math here. The Shockers, as you mentioned, were one for nine from three, but shot 50%. So that means they were pretty good for two. And I, I looked, I did some math there. 12 out of 17 from inside the arc. That's 70, almost 71%. We got a baby crawl here, and one kid is really out of the blocks fast. Way out in front, but he's headed for the sideline rather, he to, got deflected. rather than to the got person dis- waiting for Got it. distracted by a ball. 
This is now, cool. Now he's going again. These are fun. Anyway, Wichita State getting uh, some contributions from a couple of guys in particular. Xavier Bell came off the bench early, ended up playing over 15 and a half minutes and scored nine points, had four rebounds. And Harlan Beverly driving the ball to the basket, scored 11. They, between them, they were eight of nine from the field. I got distracted by the baby call. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> it's really, they're really cute out here. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I talked about uh, the Shockers taking advantage of their height advantage, and I think they've done a pretty good job of that. They're going inside the Poto, not too much to Quincy Ballard inside, but they've gone inside the Poto a few times, and then I tell you, the guards have done a good job of attacking the basket. Uh, Harlan Beverly and uh, Xavier Bell have both got to the basket and shot a really high percentage between the two of them. They are eight out of nine. Beverly's four out of five, and Bell is four out of four. So eight out of nine between Beverly and Bell. Shockers up on the boards. 12 turnovers is a very manageable number. You know, coming in, I, I didn't mention this in the pregame, but I had noticed you, you mentioned South Florida averages a little under 11 turnovers themselves. They force 14 and a half. The Shockers only force 10. So it would be reasonable to expect the Shockers would only get them to turn it over about 10 times today, and they're at five at the half. But I thought if the Shockers can keep their number around 12, I think that really gives them a pretty good chance. So they had six in the first half. The points off turnovers are even at six apiece. We'll certainly take that. Yeah, uh, not too bad. Six turnovers, that, that, that's not bad. Uh, and a couple of them could have been easily avoided. There was a couple of passes uh, to, the, to the bigs that were just underthrown. They just didn't throw them up high enough. But uh, I don't remember them getting any live ball turnovers that resulted in a basket. Uh, I think after that one pass to Poto, they did come down and draw a foul on a two-on-one. They got a foul on Colby Rogers. But that's the only fast break that I can remember them getting from a turnover, Mike. The, and they, the fast break points are even at 5-5. I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember their fast break points. They had an early... Uh, defensive rebound where the Shockers just didn't get back and Knox laid it in and then really late in the half the Shockers had some people back but didn't build out on Placer who was kind of trailing and he got an open three at the top off, off the break but uh, for the most part we talked about how important transition defense would be and I think it's another area where the Shockers have played pretty well. I think so and uh, they, they really haven't got anything easy in transition and, and so far they're doing a pretty good job on their top scores. Miguel, who leads them in scoring, doesn't have any points at all. He's 0 for 3, 0 for 2 from uh, from behind the arc. And then Youngblood's got 7, but he had to take 7 shots to get those 7 points. So they're doing a pretty good job on Youngblood and Miguel. Shockers up at the half, 35-32. We'll give you the first half statistics when we come back. A smile is a powerful thing especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. Hear that? From life's fast breaks to slam dunks. 
Capital Federal's hustle and heart set them apart. CapFed offers you banking for your family and business, home loans and commercial lending for whenever you're ready to take your shot. Whether buying your next home, growing your business, or looking for competitive returns on secure savings, CapFed can draw up a play for you. Full court banking from Capital Federal. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus. And dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Colby Zika in Wellington, Aaliyah Tate in Winfield, or Claudia Sagaviano in Hutchinson today. Wichita, here's to you. Farmer-owned and operated, Boot Hill Distillery located in Dodge City is Kansas's only soil-to-sip distillery. 100% Kansas-made. We only use grain grown on our family farm. Look for our vodka, whiskeys, gin, and ready-to-drink cocktails in your local liquor store. Boot Hill Distillery proudly supports Wichita State University. To learn more, visit BoothillDistillery.com. So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrapped a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you received this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. You're listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to halftime in Tampa, Wichita State, leading South Florida 35-32. The first half statistics brought to you by Meritrust Credit Union. Wichita State ended up at 50%, 13 of 26, by making eight of their last 12 shots in the first half. They were only one of nine from three, so over 60% from two-point range, and they were eight of 10 from the line. South Florida, nine of 11 from the line but they only shot 34.5%, 10 of 29, making five of their last 16, and they were just three of 13 from three. Wichita State, plus five on the boards, six turnovers to five for South Florida. Leading the way for Wichita State, Harlan Beverly has 11. Xavier Bell with nine also has a team-high four rebounds. And then the next high scores are Dalen Riginal and Kenny Poto with four apiece. Colby Rogers with three. Ronnie DeGray and Quincy Ballard each had two. For South Florida, the leading scorer is Jose Placer, who came off the bench to hit four of five shots, two of three from three, and has 12. Eight points for Kaysen Pryor, six of those on six of six from the line, seven points for Chris Youngblood, and then next high with three is Sam Hines Jr. Shockers up by three at the half, trying to snap this losing streak. We'll be back to give you the scoreboard and start the second half right after this. 
Attention Shocker fans! The place to go to shop the largest selection of Shocker gear in town is the Shocker Store, the official store of Wichita State University. We're located on campus in WSU's Brayburn Square, or stop by and visit us in WSU's Radigan Student Center. If you aren't local, you can shop online 24-7 at shockerstore.com. Find everything you need for every generation of Shocker Nation at the Shocker Store. Two locations on the Wichita State campus. Hey Shocker fans, this is Billy Lubers with Lubers and Cheney. If you're in the market for a new Chevy, Ford, or pre-loved car, truck, or SUV, we invite you to visit us in Cheney or online anytime at LubersCars.com. Lubers, proud supporters of WSU Athletics and your friendly way to buy. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletics. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent seniors who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, or join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a tour at OxfordVilla.com. Get ready to elevate your game day experience with a slam dunk of flavor at Fuzzy's Taco Shop, the ultimate Baja Mexican restaurant. Take a time out from the ordinary and indulge in a mouth-watering lineup of tacos, burritos, and more. But that's not all. Fuzzy's is your go-to spot for ice-cold beers and specialty margaritas that'll have you cheering for more. With three locally owned and operated locations in Wichita, Fuzzy's Taco Shop is your game day destination for fantastic food, refreshing drinks, and unforgettable moments. Don't miss out. Make Fuzzy's your winning play tonight my daughter is normally a little goofball but after a bad night's sleep she's too tired to be anything that's why i trust pure z's kids pure z's kids is mindfully formulated just for kids their non-habit forming drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally giving her the rest to be her best i'm a dinosaur her <laughs> best dinosaur pure z's kids for ages four and up when needed explore our products at zquill.com these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents John Green and Gene Geringer. The Shockers play here on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Before we start the second half, quick scoreboard update brought to you by State Farm. Protect your car and home with State Farm. Here to help life go right. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. In New Orleans, Memphis 70, Tulane 69 with 547 to go. That's been a barn burner all the way. UTSA got off to a 9-0 lead on Florida Atlantic and San Antonio, but it's now just 13-11 UTSA, 15-23 to go in the first half. Wichita State with the first possession of the second half. Bijan Cortez to Harlan Beverly at the top, drives down the lane, pulls up, bank shot, rolls in. Tough shot by Harlan Beverly, who now has 13 in the ballgame. Yeah, had the powerful Chris Youngblood on him, who, who bumped him pretty hard, but Beverly got the ball in the basket. Gives the Shockers a 37-32 lead. First minute of the second half. Kobe Knox at the top to Youngblood. Lobs in the lane for Stroud. And we've got a foul. Bijan holding. Bijan holding Stroud on a cut, which might be a good thing because he might have had a layup otherwise. Yeah, he was getting ready to dunk it. Uh, they got uh, kind of a late switch that time between he and Original. 
Didn't communicate real well. Looks like he's going to come out and Bell's going to come in for him. His second foul, and Xavier Bell checks in. Inbound play for South Florida from the baseline. Look, a couple of men cutting through the lane. Now they're on the right baseline. Youngblood throws it out to Pryor for three. Rims off. Bell had it. Bounces off his hands to Knox, who lays it in. Bell and Original kind of knocked each other off of that ball and bounced right to Knox for the lay-in. Yeah, exactly, Mike. Two shockers fighting each other for the ball results in a bull, bull bucket. Bell on the left wing, cross court to Original, looked inside, goes deep on the right side to Cully Rogers for a three that's way short, rebound to Pryor, and he'll bring it up the middle of the floor himself. Picked up by Ballard at the free throw line, down the lane, fumbled it, and they're going to call a foul. I think maybe Original. somebody reaching in from the outside. Dalen. Dalen thought he had all ball, and it looked like he did to me too, but uh, he picked up the foul. He's going to have to sit, and Ronnie DeGray's going to... Get in, a, get in the second half pretty early here. Dalen unhappy with the call. That's his third foul. Two quick team fouls on the Shockers in the half. South Florida to play it in. Knox to Pryor on the right wing. Puts it on the floor. Slams into Ballard. No call there. Youngblood dribbles out front to Reed. Reed driving it. Throws it in the corner. A three by Pryor is good. Payson Pryor missed at least two threes earlier today and is 18% on the year, but he got that one to fall and the game's tied at 37. Yeah, he's only uh, hit, I think, three all season, so, uh, or six. That's his seven three-pointer all season long. One of four today, and on a switch, Reed jumped out in front of Harlan Beverly and grabbed him, so that foul on Jaden Reed will be his second first team foul of the half on South Florida. Wichita State will inbound from the left sideline. Referees are adjusting the shot clock. Going to put, uh, I think, 25 up there. 18-28 to go 24. in the second half. Wichita State started the half with a basket to go up five. South Florida got a deflected rebound layup and then a three-pointer to tie it up. So tied right now at 37-all. Bell, right side of the floor to Colby Rogers. Above the free throw line extended. Cross court to Beverly near the left corner. Drives it in the lane. Pivots. Had it knocked away. Stroud was just, Stroud had his arm clamped over Beverly's arm. They call a jump ball. They'll give it to South Florida. But that was, that would be a clear hold in any football game that you've ever seen. Yeah, the, two of the referees were totally screened out. But our bench and our, where we're sitting here at the table, you could clearly see him holding him. That was ridiculous. So Reed will bring it up. Right wing to Pryor. Little jab step out front to Stroud. Left wing knocks underneath for Pryor. Goes up, blocked by Ballard, and then the ball out of bounds off Quincy's hands. It'll stay with South Florida. Yeah, they ran a little back screen, and Pryor was wide open. Looked like he had a layup, but Ballard recovered and blocked it. Well, it's twice now in the second half. The Shockers have forced a miss, but couldn't come up with the defensive rebound. Ball into Youngblood. His shot is blocked by Beverly. Ball's batted around, ends up in Beverly's hands. Nice one-on-one block by Harlan Beverly on Chris Youngblood. Harlan left of the key, looking to take it in the lane. It was picked up by Pryor. Over to Xavier Bell, right back to Beverly. Then throws it cross court. DeGray for three right corner. Bounces short. Rebound. Prior loose. DeGray steals it and lays it in. Yeah, they had two guys fighting for that basketball. And DeGray just took it away from him and put the ball in the basket. Heads up play by Ronnie DeGray following his own shot. He has four points. The Shockers up 39-37. Reed penetrating out to Pryor. Thought about the three. Decided not to take it. Now step back 15-footer is short. Long rebound out to Ballard. Pass up court to Bell. 
Driving it to the basket, cuts through the lane, tried to go between two defenders and it got stripped away out of bounds. Not a very good decision there, but Pryor batted it out and the Shockers will keep it. Yeah, he was gonna try to knife through the two defenders and one of them was the big tall guy, Pryor, and the 6'10 uh, player stripped the ball from Bell, but it's gonna be the Shocker basketball under their own basket. Selton Miguel checks in for Chris Youngblood for South Florida. Bell looking to inbound from the baseline to the left of the basket. Gets it to Colby Rogers in the left corner. Spins on the dribble up to the wing and all the way out front. Guarded by Stroud. Drives it left down the baseline. Double team. Gets turnaround from 10. Good. He got away from two defenders. Hit a turnaround jumper. That's his first two-point basket. He has a total of five points now. The Shockers are up by four. Reed in the front court right wing. Dribbles deep on the right side to the corner. Now steps back and fires, and that bounces off. Long rebound, though, to Stroud. Tries to make a pass in the lane that got deflected and stolen. Rogers up court to Bell. Races along the right side, and a low skidding bounce pass cross court intended for Rogers. Didn't get there, and another shocker turnover that shouldn't have been. Yeah, just a forced pass. Uh, it's really hard to make that bounce pass and have that ball come up high enough for a guy running full speed to catch it. Ball back to South Florida. Wichita State leading 41-37. 16 and a half minutes to go in the second half. Reed with a handoff to Miguel out front. Dribble weave, handoff to Stroud, who hands it to Reed, left half of the floor. Penetrates into the keyhole, now takes it down the lane. Hard drive under the basket, throws it in the lane for Pryor. He gets Ballard up in the air, missed the shot, but they're going to call the foul on Quincy Ballard, attempting to block the shot. It'll be two shots for Kaysen Pryor. Yeah, Pryor did a good job of coming to a two-foot jump stop and then made a nice little quick fake, got Ballard in the air, and forced the foul. Quincy's third foul, third team foul of the half on Wichita State. Pryor, 6 of 6 from the line, and Bob has mentioned a couple of times he's had a game this year where he made 15 of 16. Has a total of 11 points. He has a very deliberate routine. Free throws good. It's like he's saying a prayer up there, and it takes a while after that first one. He shoots a lot of free throws. He's second on the team in free throw attempts. He's had 70 for the season coming into this game. Averaging 11.3 points per game, over 20 per game in the five double-figure games he's had. In all the others, it's six-plus points per game, but he's already got 12 today, so headed toward another big day. 16-14 to go. Second try coming. And he could get the Shocker lead back down to three. Or to two. I can't see. The, this scoreboard you can't read. 39-37. Oh, my, my sheets. Free throws good. My, my uh, stat 40, monitor's uh, behind, I guess. Yeah, 41-39 is the actual score. Shocker's by two. Bell in the front court handed it to Colby Rogers. Out front to Poto. Kenny. Little jab step, now puts it on the floor, driving it in close to the basket, almost got it stripped, ball loose, and it bounces around and goes to Jaden Reed of South Florida. Drives it up the floor, curls back out on the wing. Two or three Shockers had a shot at that one and just couldn't pick it up in South Florida with another Shocker turnover, now with a chance to tie or take the lead. Yeah, they're trying to post up Poto, but they double teamed him. Miguel pulled up, then throws it out to Pryor. He put it on the floor and traveled. Didn't get called. Young blood back in the game. One-on-one against DeGray. Pull-up jumper. Missed it off the back. Fight for the rebound. People go onto the floor. Whoa. Colby Rogers comes out of there with it. Drives it up the floor. Down the line. All the way to the basket. Got it deflected, but saved it out to Beverly. Now across to Bell. Right at the top. 
Xavier holding it, looking for somebody to break open. Tried to curl a pass into Ronnie DeGray that got kicked. Again, not, not a great passing angle there, but the Shockers will hang on to it. 14 on the shot clock. Timeout at 15-13 to go in the first in the second half. It's Wichita State 41, South Florida 39. Just like the Shockers, Reese Nichols is a highly trained team. We collaborate daily on how to help our clients win. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, we're in it to win it for you. Go Shocks! At Coke, we're proud to call Wichita home and thrilled to support our hometown Shockers on and off the court. Think you have what it takes to join our winning team of more than 3,300 Wichita employees? Careers are currently available across the board to help you take your skills to new levels. Come see what the hype is all about for yourself. Visit CokeCareers.com to learn more. That's K-O-C-H careers.com. This is Kansas Insurance Commissioner Vicki Schmidt. Success on game day starts with knowing your opponent. And when it comes to investing, you need to have a game plan too. Investment scams don't just target the elderly. Research shows many fraud victims are college-educated, financially literate individuals. One in ten will fall victim to investment fraud. The Kansas Insurance Department is here to help with a new website at smartinvestks.com. Have a game plan before you invest. Educate yourself on how to avoid scams at smartinvestks.com. Reese Nichols is an all-star real estate team that wants to be your trusted advisor in a changing market. You deserve an expert that will navigate real estate contracts to your best advantage. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, Reese Nichols and you. Go Shocks! You're listening to Shocker Men's Basketball with Mike Kennedy and Bob Hall. Now, we go back to the game on the home of Wichita's greatest hits. 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Wichita State led by three at the half. They lead by two right now, four minutes and 47 seconds into the second half. The Shockers, who shot 50% in the first half, off to a good start in the second, hitting three of five, three for three from two-point range. But they've turned it over three times, and so South Florida getting more shots. They're only two of eight, but they've had three more field goal opportunities thanks to three Shocker turnovers and three offensive rebounds for South Florida. So again, things that have plagued the Shockers recently, if they can clean those up, you never know. Up two right now with the ball, 20 seconds remaining on the shot clock. Yeah, three turnovers here in the, in the second half already, so they've got to clean that up and, and eliminate the turnovers. It's gonna be Shocker basketball. They thought it was gonna be underneath, but it's gonna be on the sideline here, looks like. Bell will play it in. He's out there with Beverly, DeGray, Colby Rogers, Kenny Poto. Jose Placer is into the South Florida lineup. Rogers way out front being guarded by Selton Miguel. Dribbles right, hands it off to Bell, coming back the other way. Crossover into the free throw lane. Now over on the left wing to DeGray. Down on the left block to Poto. They run and double team him. DeGray out to Bell, to Rogers. Colby down into the lane underneath for Poto. Takes a dribble, gets it up, and they didn't get the shot off. If he had just gone straight up with it, he had a chance, but he held it, dribbled it, and the shot clock expired. It was a good drive and dish by Colby uh, Rogers, but uh, Poto wasn't ready for the ball. He didn't have his hands up, so by the time he... he got control of the ball and brought it down and back up. The shot clock expired. Fourth turnover for the Shockers in the first five minutes of the second half. 
Pryor on the right wing to Stroud. Swings it left wing to Youngblood. Left side of the lane to Miguel. Back and down, Colby Rogers. Tried to force one up. Ball is loose, but saved by Stroud. He dribbles it into the lane, throws it out in the corner. A three on the way is no good. And a push off on the rebound. They're calling Kenny Poto, but he's the one that got shoved. The South Florida player that went flying out of bounds is the one that pushed Kenny Poto from what I saw, but Kenny will get the foul, and that's going to be his second. I don't know, Mike. Uh, I'd like to see a replay of that, but I thought Kenny shoved him, but uh, they they were both out of position flying around trying to get the rebound, and uh, Poto got called for the foul. Abide's now going to come in, and Beverly's coming out, so Shocker's going to go with uh, three bigs, Abide, DeGray, and Poto. Fourth team foul of the half. Chris Youngblood looking to inbound it for South Florida. Lobs it way out front to Pryor. Takes a couple of dribbles. Picked it up. Trying to get it in the left corner now to Miguel. Dribbles the baseline. Fires up a jumper. Uh, Missed it. Another foul on Wichita State. I think that one's legit. They got him up in the air. Yeah, it was just no, no, no reason for that contact. It's on Bell. He had a jump shot. He wasn't going to block the jump shot, but he just hipped him with the body and they talked about trying to keep these guys off the free throw line, so you can't have fouls like that. Well, that's five already in the second half. We've played less than six minutes. Selton Miguel at the free throw line for the first time today and makes it. He is 73.5% on the year. That's his first point of the game. He is their leading scorer at 15.1 points per game. Hasn't started a game, so bringing him off the bench makes them one of the highest-scored bench-scoring teams in the country. Made the second one. It's a tie game. 41-all, 14-16 to go. The Shockers kind of shot themselves in the foot so far here in the second half. Bijan Cortez handling it out front now. Dribbled the right wing and just lost the dribble. Fumbled it right into the hands of South Florida. Miguel the other way, down the lane, out to Youngblood. He drives, throws it left corner. Pryor for three, good. That's two threes by the big guy, six foot ten. He hit a three from the right corner. This time it was from the left corner. He had and made they are six fired up. and Cortez dribbles it away again. And Paul Mills wants a timeout. He just put Bijan Cortez back in the game, and he immediately dribbles it away twice. And the Shockers have five or six turnovers to start the second half and have gone from a three-point lead to a three-point deficit. Timeout, Wichita State. We'll keep it here. This will be a full timeout, but there'll be another media timeout coming up under 12. I want to remind you that every game's better on campus, so tap in and grab a seat at Social Tap Drinkery. Social Trap is proud to be the official watch party sponsor of Shocker Athletics. Located in Brayburn Square on campus, it's a distinctive tap room that has 52 different taps and a solid menu. You can choose from one of their specially wood-fired pizzas. Located on campus, Social Tap is a place for everyone and the perfect place to gather with friends for pregame or postgame celebrations and all televised Shocker Athletic events. Well, this South Florida run brought to you by Silly Shocker Mistakes. First, they uh, let the shot clock expire uh, when Colby Rogers made a pretty good pass to Kenny Poto, but he wasn't ready for the pass. And then down on the defensive end, some silly fouls. Uh, Kenny shoving on a on a rebound, and uh, Xavier Bell fouling uh, Miguel on a jump shot uh, that he had no chance of blocking. And then on the offensive end, two straight turnovers by Bijan Cortez, just dribbling it over by the right sideline on the opposite side, away from our bench here, and just dribbled into a, just dribbled it out of bounds the first time, then dribbled into a trap the second time, Mike. 
And it seems like when you get in one of these spells, somebody for the other team just kind of plays above themselves. And so far today, that's Kaysen Pryor for South Florida. He's got 16. That's not such a big deal. He's 8 for 8 from the line. That's not atypical, but he's 2 for 5 from 3, both 3s in the second half, and he'd only made 8, 18% all year. 6 of 33 coming into this game. So he gets a few free throws, kind of gets going, gets to feeling a little bit, just hit a big 3 to give his team a 3-point lead. Yeah, he's definitely picked this crowd up and picked their team up. Their team was just bouncing off the floor after the Shockers called that climb out. Two long threes by Pryor from the corners, and then a couple Shocker turnovers. Turnovers always motivate the other team when they can turn you over. So Shockers have got to regroup. Uh, Coach Mills called a timeout to kind of settle everybody down. They're only down three points, so it haven't damaged them. So they got to come out of this timeout, take care of the basketball, and uh, see if they can get some stops on the defensive end. At the half, Wichita State had six turnovers, South Florida five. The points off turnovers were even at 6-6. Six, six. Wichita State has committed six more turnovers in six minutes and 12 seconds, and that has turned into seven South Florida points, and it could be more here. They just got it back off another turnover, and they'll have possession with 13.48 to go. Miguel into Placer. Placer being guarded by Xavier Bell. Dribbles left, keeps his dribble on the left elbow, out front to Selton Miguel. Step back, long three, way short. Rebound, Xavier Bell. Drives it up the floor, down the left side. Keeps it on the left wing, keeps the dribble going. Was looking to enter it to Poto, couldn't get it in there. Out front to Colby Rogers. He drives right, spins, drives, taking it in on Youngblood. Throws it out front to Bell. Xavier with a jab step, a three to tie, in and out. It was halfway down. Rebound, Selton Miguel for South Florida. He's into the front court, way out near the timeline, middle of the floor. Now dribbles right, crossover, crossover again, down the lane, shovels it over to Pryor, open 10-footer baseline. He was wide open. Kenny Poto didn't get out on him, and that's a shot he can make consistently. Yeah, he was kind of protecting on the Miguel drive, but then uh, Pryor popped to the short corner, and Kenny was late getting out there. 18 for Kaysen Pryor, five-point lead for South Florida, 46-41. Down on the left block, Isaac Abide, guarded by Placer, who flops, turnaround jumper, and they've they've called, they've stopped play, but they're going to call Placer for the flop, and that was pretty obvious. Yeah, he got away with that in the first half, drawing a foul on Dalen Original, I believe, but this time the referees were ready for it and they called the flop on him. That's his third foul, the team's second of the half. Shockers to inbound. Bell looking inside first, and now lobs to Colby Rogers out on the left wing. He's guarded by the bigger prior. Colby looking for an opportunity to take him on the dribble. Now gives it up over to Abide for three. That's off the back iron. Rebound to South Florida. Wichita State from three-point today, now one of 12. Down the lane, Pryor took contact from Poto, forced a shot up just to get a shot in the air, and it bounced around and went in, and he's got a chance for a three-point play. Yeah, the rep, the, the, their coach, Raheem's kind of grabbing Pryor and telling him, hey, no, quit, quit, quit being goofy out there. But he has a knack for drawing fouls. That time he, he made a little shake move, got a half step on Poto, going to the right of the basket, and then jumped into him, drew the foul, and the ball went in the basket, so he's got a chance for an and one here. But this kid shoots a lot of free throws. 
Foul on, on uh, Poto's, his third, sixth team foul. Pryor is eight for eight from the free throw line, now has 20 points. And South Florida with its biggest lead. Long pause, couple of deep breaths, free throw, good. So he has 21, and South Florida now up by six, actually up by eight, 49-41. Still 12-18 to go. Back to that 1-3-1 trap, Mike. Critical juncture in the game. The Shockers need to score here. Now they showed the trap, now they're back in their man-to-man. Bell out front, looking for a screen. Working one-on-one against Miguel, 11 to shoot. High post, Beverly driving it. Turns around, gets fouled on the way out. Stroud hit him across the arm on the turnaround, so Harlan Beverly will be going to the line for two shots. The foul on Brandon Stroud, his second, and the third team foul to half. Timeout on the floor, 11.58 to go in the second half. It is now South Florida 49, Wichita State 41. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine a career where you see your work every time you look up into the sky. At Textron Aviation, we make world-class Cessna and Beechcraft aircraft, and we're looking for people to join us. Here, every role is critical, and every person valued. 
You'll be part of a team who shares your commitment to making big things happen and part of a company with outstanding benefits, including competitive compensation and health benefits, beginning day one. Explore the possibilities at txtav.com slash careers. Hey, Shocker fans! Meritrust Credit Union is proud to be the official financial well-being partner of Wichita State Athletics. As your local full-service financial institution, they're passionate about providing student-athletes in your community with the resources needed to make the best financial plays. No matter where you are in your financial journey, Meritrust can help you conquer each milestone ahead and help you be the author of your financial future. Visit MeritrustCU.org to learn more. Federally insured by NCUA. In sports or in financial planning, it's true that failing to plan is planning to fail. It's also true that you better plan for the unexpected. I'm Justin Baxter with Baxter & Associates. We are financial planners, always planning for the unexpected. Your financial security is no game. Call Baxter & Associates. Call 316-652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Securities investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents Tim Dink, Ken Hall, and Forrest Hummel. You're listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. On the American Conference scoreboard, Memphis, in its first two conference games this year, hit threes at the buzzer to win them both. On Thursday against South Florida, they missed a three on the last shot of the game, dropped the game by one, and today Tulane beats Memphis 81-79 as the Tigers again had a desperation three at the buzzer that didn't go down. So Tulane evens its conference record at three and three. Memphis falls to four and two and misses a chance to tie Charlotte for first place in the league. Here in Tampa, 11.58 to go. And Wichita State trailing now by eight, 49-41. The Shockers have only gotten three, sh- uh, seven shots in the second half, going three for seven, 0 for four from three. And Memphis has made five of 13, just 38.5%, but six more shots than the Shockers. Wichita State with six second half turnovers. Harlan Beverly at the free throw line, misses. Oh, get the shot up over the rim. You can't miss it short. First free throw attempt of the half for the Shockers, who were 8 of 10 in the first half. Beverly was 3 for 4. He has 13 points. That one's short again, and the rebound to Pryor for South Florida. Shockers. Hard to make a putt if you leave it short. Hard to make a free throw if you don't get it over the front of the rim. South Florida basketball. The Shockers clearly shooting themselves in the foot here in the second half. Miguel penetrating. Fall away 10-footer. Missed. Rebound. Dalen Original clears it to Harlan Beverly. Long pass up court to Colby Rogers. Three in transition. In and out. He's gone one for six now from beyond the arc, but his last two here in the half have gone halfway down and popped out. Placer in the front court for South Florida. Left wing Miguel. Shot fake. Guarded by Rogers. Back over to Stroud. Hands off on the right wing to Placer. Curls it into the lane. All the way to the basket. Pivots. Got wide open. He made a quick stop. Original went flying by him. He pivoted around and scored. He's got 14. That's his first two of the second half. Yeah. Smart move by Placer. Getting Original in the air. Ten point lead now for the Bulls. Left elbow Beverly, back to the basket against Youngblood. Squares up on him, drives him the lane, throws it out to Original. A three by Dalen, won't go. 
Ballard fighting for the rebound, out of bounds, last touch by Selton Miguel, and Wichita State will keep it. Well, in the first half, the Shockers were getting to the basket on drives by Beverly and by Bell and by going into Poto. Here in the second half, they're taking a lot of outside jump shots. South Florida is only 5 of 18 from 3, but Wichita State is now 1 of 15. Beverly takes another one from the corner, misses that. Rebound to Stroud for South Florida. So they keep firing, and then Stroud goes right by Bell and lays it in. Yeah, he had a full head of steam, and Bell was not retreating fast enough, and Stroud just left him in his dust. First two points for Brandon Stroud, and it's now a 12-point South Florida lead. Bell right of the key. Couple of dribbles, hands it off to Beverly. Brings it back to the top, over to Colby Rogers. Rogers off of Beverly's screen, pull up from 15. Good, Colby Rogers with a two-point basket. He now has seven, and that cuts the lead back to 10. 53-43, 10-13 to go. Still time for the Shockers, but they Shock- have got to get some things turned around. Shockers were stuck on 41 for quite a while. Left wing, Chris Youngblood out front to Pryor. Shot fake, step back three. If that, oh my gosh, I thought he was going to make that one. Missed it off the front of the rim, rebound Bell. A step back three by Pryor. Left corner, Rogers, double team, throws it back out to Beverly, over to Bell. He drives it down the lane, spinning in the lane, gets a shot away, airballed it, fight for the rebound. Last touch, I think, by Pryor. It will stay with Wichita State. Yeah, it's going to be shocker basketball. They got Brandon Stroud, uh, six foot six player on Bell. He's been guarding either either Colby Rogers or Bell, and he's a, he's that transfer from Kennesaw State. He was the ASUM defensive player of the year last year. You can see why. Bell playing it in. Bounces right under the original who lays it in. Somehow Stroud broke down that time and didn't see the pass, and Dalen original was six, and that cuts the lead to eight, 53-45. Yeah, real nice bounce pass that time by Xavier Bell. Placer, right wing to Pryor, out front to Miguel. Guarded by Colby Rogers, cuts left, and Original picks him up off a switch off the screen. Miguel, one-on-one, penetrating, then bounces it to Youngblood, out to Stroud, over to Placer for three, good. He is on fire. That's his third three-point basket. He has 17 points. Again, this is a guy who missed a month with an injury and had only averaged a little over two points a game since he was back. Rogers a pull-up, good. Tough 17-footer over Youngblood. Colby Rogers now with nine, but the Shockers trade a three for a two, and they trail by nine. Placer was 0 for three, one for four, and one for three in the last three ball games. That's two out of uh, two out of eight. So he has not been scoring, but not not today. He's getting after it today. He and Pryor are on today. Pryor another three from the corner, an air ball this time, rebounded by Rogers. Colby up the floor to Poto down the lane, and going to call a charging foul. He got out of control, tried to make a little stop, and just ran into the defender, and that's four fouls on Kenny Poto. Well, Passer was the only guy back. He's about six foot one, and so he just planted himself in the lane to try to draw the foul. Kenny made the mistake of trying to do a Euro step and made too much contact and fouled him. He could have just, if he could have just stopped, he could have shot over him very easily. South Florida only six of 21 from three, 29%, but Placer is three for four. And then the Shockers are one of 16 from three after shooting almost 49% the last two games. Placer in the front court, standing dribble to Corey Walker Jr., left wing to Selton Miguel. Back out front to Walker, who just came back in the game. Couple of dribbles. Shockers overplaying the next potential receivers. Walker spinning, gets a shot up over Poto and scores. Just spun right around him, 
gets his first two of the game. Yeah, they had four offensive guys around once. Sorry, Mike. Uh, and they just isolated Kenny Poto that time. Gets the lead back to 11. Poto dribbling out front, hands it off to Colby Rogers. Colby back to Poto, gets a man in the air, and this time draws contact. Are they going to count the basket? Yeah. And one, they are. They are going to count it. Kenny Poto gets the layup and a foul. He'll have a chance for a three-point play when we come back. 7.49 to go in the second half, and it is South Florida leading Wichita State by nine. Calling all shockers, Zip's Car Wash is here to get you game day ready with their new $5 wash. Zip into any Zips in Wichita to get your $5 wash and be back on the road in no time. But wait, does your ride need extra TLC? Enjoy Zip's complimentary self-serve detailing centers with surface cleaner, microfiber towels, and turbo vacuums with every wash. Looking to upgrade your car wash experience? Buy online and save at ZipsCarWash.com. Zip's Car Wash, home of the $5 wash. Are you ready for Shocker basketball? Because it's time to get geared up. We're all coming together for those amazing on-the-court moments. Shields is right there with you, cheering our team on to victory. So suit up in your Shocker black and yellow with fan gear from Shields, in-store or online. And let's get ready for Shocker basketball. Shields, proud partner of Wichita State Athletics and basketball fans everywhere. Align Probiotic, the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand, is bringing together real Align users and medical professionals to help you get the most out of probiotics. Join the Align Probiotic Healthy Gut team up and get $2 off your first month of Align and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Feel like everything's clouded by doubt? Visit CaliforniaPsychics.com. Our psychics are available to talk 24-7, and we guarantee if it's not life-changing, it's free. Experience the joy of certainty. California Psychics. The Shockers play here on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Tampa. South Florida is led by as many as 12. They are up nine on the Shockers right now. Kenny Poto will be going to the free throw line trying to complete a three-point play that could cut it to eight. We still have 7.49 to go. The Shockers had cut it from 12 to 8 once, but have only been that close for just a moment. The Shockers in the second half, 7 of 15 overall for 47%, despite going 0 for 7 from 3. So they're 7 for 8 from 2-point range. South Florida, 45% in the second half, 9 of 20 and 3 of 8 from 3. Still just 39% for the game. But Wichita State, after hanging with South Florida in the first half from the free throw line, they were 8 of 10, South Florida 9 of 11. In the second half, Wichita State is 0 for 2 at the stripe, and South Florida 5 for 5. Yeah, I would say uh, let's pass up those three-pointers and try to try to drive the basket or get the ball inside. That'll do two things. We're shooting a very high percentage from inside the arc. You said 7 for 8 here in the second half. Plus, it'll get, it to, get us to the free throw line. So uh, quit, quit shooting the quick threes and, and keep driving the basket or taking it inside would be my recommendation. The Shockers had six turnovers in the first six or six and a half minutes of the half. Total of seven and a half now for 13, but South Florida has outscored them on points off turnovers, nine nothing in the second half. It was six all at halftime. So that's been a big factor again. The Shockers do have the edge on the boards, 30 to 25. But again, 13 turnovers to six. South Florida for the game has had eight more field goal attempts and 
five more in the second half. Well, South Florida really got energized there when Pryor hit those two threes and the Shockers had a couple of quick turnovers. But now the Shockers have kind of regained their footing and got this game back under control. Uh, they're still down, but uh, right in the ball game. They make this free throw. They're down eight with almost eight minutes to go. And that's, if you're trying to come from behind, that's kind of a position you want to be in. If you can make up a point a minute, that's something that, that certainly looks doable. So see what they can manage here. Now, this is interesting. Kenny Poto going to the line. It looked like he kind of got hit up around the face. They're pulling everybody off the line. So there may have, I don't know if there was a flagrant call on South Florida. Haven't had any indication of that. The foul was on Chris Youngblood, his third. But Kenny Poto shooting a free throw without anybody on the free throw line. He is two for two from the line in the first half. That one's good. I guess the flagrant was a, I guess the foul was a flagrant one, Mike. So he makes that one. And gets the ball. And he makes that one. So Kenny Poto makes two free throws. So Shockers are going to get the free throws and get the ball back. So Xavier Bell lining up underneath the Shocker basket. Shockers in a box set. So they've cut it to seven and have the ball. Bell planted in. Looking inside, then out to Rogers on the right wing. Shot fake, working against Kobe Knox. Takes him down low, fall away, turn around, go. Oh, About nice. a 10-footer. Kobe Rogers with 11, eight in the second half, all on two-point baskets, and the lead is down to five with 7.37 to go. Yeah, a couple of pivots by Kobe Rogers that time and a nice fadeaway jumper. Big trip down the floor. That was six points on that one trip. Now driving, Miguel hits a hook over Rogers. Selton Miguel with his first field goal. He has four points, seven-point lead for the Bulls. Rogers at the top, right in the lane to Poto. Fake, puts it on the floor, gets it up, missed it, fighting for it. Reginald gets it and gets the follow shot. Yeah, he just took the ball away from Sam Hines on the weak side and put it back in. Good, strong, aggressive play by Dalen. Dalen Reginald with eight. The lead is back to five, 60-55. to 55. South Florida, Reed walking dribble toward the right wing. Now cuts back toward the middle, throws it cross-court. Looks like the Shockers are in zone, maybe. Pull up by Kobe Knox is good. About a 10-footer by Knox, his third bucket. He's got six, and it goes back to the seven-point game. Bell on the left wing, looking to drive it. Back to the basket, spinning into the lane, getting bumped, gets bumped hard, and they're going to call a jump ball. They are. He got tied up. Possession arrow gives it back to Wichita State. Yeah, one, a couple too many dribbles that time by Taylor or Xavier Bell going into the lane, and they got two defenders on him, so he's going to have to uh, notice when there's a double team. Brandon Stroud back in, and Sam Hines went out for South Florida. 6.36 to go. Shockers with the ball down seven. Comes into Colby Rogers in the left corner. Guarded by Colby Knox. Put it on the floor, backing him down. Couldn't get the shot away. Out to Bell. Bell down into the lane. Forced and missed, but a foul on South Florida. I think it's on Reed. A little guard. Going to be an arm bar. That's only the fifth team foul, so no free throws here. Jaden Reed picks up his second foul. Oh, it is going to be two shots. Well, wait a minute now. The one referee conferred with the other, and I guess they're going to take it out. Yeah, um, originally Mike, it didn't Mike, look like they were going to shoot, and then. Yeah, Mike Danson motioned two free throws, but uh, uh, Cassell said no, it's on, it was on the floor. 
Lob comes in to Colby Rogers at the elbow, back to Bell, driving down the lane, got loose and missed the layup, but it's followed in by Kenny Poto. Yeah, good follow by Kenny Poto, not assuming that that shot was going in. It was a little bit hard off the glass by Bell. Good job by Poto. Ten points for Kenny. The Shockers back to within five. They've cut it to five three times. Now Miguel for three, rims off, rebound loose, chased down by Corey Walker. Bad shot by Miguel, but it came off the... rim really hard right over Dalen Richel's head. 13 to shoot. Miguel right side of the lane. Eight to shoot. Cross court pass. Knox driving it into traffic but gets a layup. He just kind of slowed down and then just accelerated right past Kenny Poto and laid it in. Yeah nice move by Knox. Little change of pace dribble. Got to the hoop. Out front Poto with it. Dribbles left. Hands it off to Bell. Xavier right at the top. Bounces back to Poto. Left side of the lane. Mid post. Back out to Bell. Over to Rogers. Little jab step look. Then cross court left corner. Ronnie DeGray driving it down the baseline. Reverse layup. Good. Nice finish by Ronnie DeGray who's got six. Timeout by Coach Mills. Wants to get some subs in the ballgame. 30-second timeout with 5.19 to go. We'll keep it here. The Shockers, again, cutting it to five. They have been within five four times now, but have not been able to get any closer as it's gone back to seven each time. Shocker fans, if you want to shop the largest selection of Shocker gear in town, visit the Shocker store, the official store of Wichita State University. Check out their location at WSU's Braeburn Square or visit them inside WSU's Radigan Student Center. If you're not local, you can shop online 24-7 at theshockerstore.com. Find everything you need for every generation of Shocker Nation at the Shocker Store. Well, the Shockers were down eight with eight to go, as you mentioned, and now they're down five with five to go. Quick timeout by Coach Mills to get some fresh bodies in there. And I think the Shockers are going to pick up with a little pressure here as they come out of the timeout. 5-19 remaining. It is 59 or 64-59 South Florida. There's only one scoreboard that's consistently on here, and it's above our heads and the way the light glares on it. I can't read the score most of the time, so I apologize when I've hesitated. Kaysen Pryor dribbling in the front court left wing, and Poto almost stole it. Then Pryor drives and then tried to throw a pass, and... Ball was deflected out of bounds by Colby Rogers. It stays with the Bulls with 21 on the shot clock. Almost a steal by Kenny Poto as Pryor was dribbling it a little recklessly, but they end up getting it out of bounds underneath. It is Pryor, Miguel, Stroud, Reed, and Kobe Knox playing it in. Having a little trouble, throws it way out front to Pryor. Left of the key, kind of left wing area. Takes a couple of dribbles, pulls it back out, now hands it off to Jaden Reed. Shot clock at 12, game clock at five minutes. Reed, slow dribble toward the right wing. Feeds it to Pryor. Five to shoot. He's going to launch a three, and it's no good. Off the back, rebound, Xavier Bell. The Shockers have a chance to get it inside five. Bell, pass up court to Ronnie DeGray. Started to drive the left wing. Rogers, three from the corner, rims off, and the rebound to Selton Miguel. Contested shot. Knox was right up on him, trying to block the shot. Miguel left wing drives off the screen, down the lane, missed the drive, rebound tipped out, grabbed by Harlan Beverly, pass ahead to Bell, going to the basket on Reed, and it looked like to me it was goaltended, but Colby Rogers followed it in. Yeah, it was, it was a block on the way up, it was a good block, but Colby heads up, was trailing the play and put it in there. It's a three-point game, 64-61 with 4.14 to go. The Shockers coming back from the 12-point deficit are back in it. 
Reed, standing dribble way out front, gets a ball screen, refuses it, goes the other way to the left, now cuts under the basket, double team, throws it out to Pryor, another three by Pryor, that's way off the mark, an air ball, and out of bounds off the hands of Stroud. So it was maybe a break for the Shockers that Stroud made a couple of those early. He's now two for nine, or Pryor, two for nine from three. Wichita State will have it down three after the under four timeout. 3.58 to go, second half. It's now South Florida 64, Wichita State 61. United Healthcare knows when it comes to your health, everything matters. From a common cold to an uncommon mole. That's why United Healthcare is dedicated to providing simple, accessible coverage with the resources and support that matter to you. Because your health is the one thing that matters more than anything. United Healthcare, there for what matters. Learn more at uhc.com. Consider the toilet. Its job is to take things away. With each flush, water comes rushing in and firmly escorts the contents of the bowl through an extensive system of pipes to deliver it to your city's sewage lines. But if anything should happen to those pipes, what's in your toilet may not even leave the bathroom. From drips to disasters, call Butler Plumbing and Restoration at 316-682-4034. Or make sure you have a mop nearby. Butler Plumbing and Restoration is here when you need us the most, 24-7. Call 316-682-4034. Plumbing license number 6433. Hi, I'm PJ Vogt, here to tell you about my new podcast, Search Engine. On Search Engine, we tackle the kinds of questions that keep you up at night. Like, why are drug dealers putting fentanyl in everything? Should we be worried that Elon Musk believes that we're living in a simulation? And, for the love of God, is it actually unsafe to drink the coffee on airplanes? On Search Engine, no question is too big and no question is too small. Listen and follow Search Engine with PJ Vote and Odyssey Podcast. Available now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. 3.58 to go here in Tampa, Wichita State, led by three at the half and fell behind by 12 with 10.42 to go. They have come back to cut it to three. This is the closest they have been since they started their comeback, and they have the basketball. Wichita State, 50% in the second half and 50% for the game. They have narrowed the margin of attempts. They had eight fewer attempts at one point because of turnovers. Now they have just three fewer shots in the second half. The Shockers have been abysmal from three. They are just one of 17 from three-point range, but 24 of 33 from two. And they are 10 of 14 from the free throw line, which is the best they've been from there in a while. They're out rebounding South Florida, 36-27. They do have 13 turnovers to seven, but they haven't had a turnover for quite a while. Well, they got to stop the drives to the basket. Knox has gotten to the basket a couple of times, and it looks like that uh, the Bulls have been trying to isolate Sidel Miguel uh, and try to isolate him driving to the basket. So shut those off and make them keep tipping those outside shots. All of a sudden, Pryor's gotten cold. He was hitting them earlier, but hasn't hit them lately. Shockers with Bell, Beverly, Rogers, Poto, and DeGray. And Bell drives down the right side all the way to the baseline, flips it out on the wing to Kobe Rogers. Rogers against Kobe Knox. Couple of crossover dribbles, trying to get in the lane. Hands it to DeGray, who will hand it to Bell. Right elbow, 12 to shoot. Into the lane, down the lane. Gets a shot in the air, off the glass, rolls out, and Pryor wrestles the rebound away from Ronnie DeGray. Oh, that ball was really close to going in. 
Pryor into the front court. DeGray all over him. And Pryor kind of shoved off, got away with it, now picked up his dribble. Bounce pass to Miguel. He's forced way out near the timeline. Do they call a foul or a timeout? I think he uh, looked like he foul. got, yeah, got poked Bell. in the eye. So a foul on Xavier Bell. It's his fourth. Miguel, let's see, how's he do from the line? 74%. That was the eighth foul, so this will be a one and one. Boy, the Shockers had a drive by Bell that could have cut it to one that was halfway down, rimmed all the way out. And so it's still three, and Miguel could make it a five point lead here. And now they're, I don't know. They want to look at, uh, see if that's a flagrant one. Uh, he's, uh, Xavier Bell swiped at the ball. And I, it looked like he caught, uh, possibly caught Miguel on the side of the head. So they're going to take a look at it, see if it's a flagrant one. I think what they're looking at. Still 64-61, South Florida by three, 3.17 to go. Boy, the Shockers had a great chance there to get it to one. Still a one-possession game. It's a big call here because if it's a if it's a flagrant one, they get the free throws and then get the ball out. Now didn't take that long to look at it. So calling him back back out. So he's yeah, shaking he's shaking head. his head. So no no flagrant, just a that's a big call foul. for the Shockers. It'll be a one and one for Miguel. Miguel today is two for two from the line. South Florida is a team 14 of 16 for 87 and a half percent. They're a good free throw shooting team, not usually that good, 72.4% on the year. Miguel, who averages 15 a game, has only scored four today. But again, two of two from the line. And the first one is bouncing out. Bounced twice on the rim and bounced out. Kenny Poto the rebound. So the oh, that's big. Another chance here to cut it inside three. Bell a handoff to Beverly over on the right wing. Rodgers to tie in and out, rimmed around and came off. Another rebound for Kaysen Pryor. Boy, all of his, all of his, all of his threes, Mike, have looked like they're going in. They're they're all close, but he just can't get it to fall. One of eight today for Colby, and the Shockers have made one three all day. Colby knocks over in the left wing to Miguel, jab step, puts it on the floor, one on one against Ronnie DeGray, step back jumper, no good. Rebound to Cole, uh, Harlan Beverly. Shockers have it back again, only down three. Take it to the hoop. Take it to the hoop. Driving, takes contact, gets it up. No call, and the rebound to South Florida. And then a foul on DeGray. Fouls Youngblood coming up the floor. Foul on DeGray will be his third. Ninth, I believe. Ninth team foul. So this will be a one-and-one for Chris Youngblood. Man, three chances now to cut it inside three of the shockers have not been able to get it in the basket although i thought beverly got fouled hanging in the air on that jumper yeah he drove in there and hung in the air for quite a while got it up there but couldn't get it to fall now big free throws by chris youngblood the senior he transferred with the coach from kennesaw state 82 percent free throw shooter first one is good so youngblood was seven Actually, I believe eight now in the ballgame. Eight points for him, but he's taken ten shots to get there, so they've done a good job on him, but that got the lead back to four. Box out. And that one's good. So he's got, it's a five-point lead, Wichita State with 2.29 to go, down 66-61. Need a bucket here for sure. They've had three empty trips with a chance to really make a dent. 
Bell's left, hands off to Beverly, going left to right, into the keyhole area, down into the lane, back out front, a three by Bell, good, Xavier Bell with a three, that's his first basket of the second half, he's got 12, and the Shockers are back to within two, 66-64. That was a high arcing three that just fell right through the basket, net barely moved. Need a stop here, Kobe knocks out front, guarded by Rogers, over on the left wing, Pryor. And he fumbles oh. the dribble, but it bounces right to Knox, over to Placer, back to Knox, down into the lane, gets by Bell and lays it in. You gotta know he's driving, you know, they, they need to play a little bit softer on him and stop the drive. Boy, they've had some layups in this second half. Four point lead now for South Florida. Their coach was trying to get a timeout. He's upset they didn't call it. Rogers with a shot fake, couldn't get the shot away. Out to Bell, fakes, drives. And kind of a reverse layup, no call again. Looked like maybe took some contact. They're going to call it a clean block. And yeah. now South Florida with the ball and a four-point lead. Yeah, the 6'10 prior had switched off on him, so he was trying to get into the basket and draw a foul, but no call. And their coach is going to get a timeout this time. Timeout with a minute 10 remaining. 17 on the shot clock, 30-second timeout. And South Florida now leading 68 64. The Shockers down the stretch had really been making their two point attempts, and the last time out, they were 12 of 24 in the second half and 25 of 50 for the game. They've now made just one of their last five shots and down by four with a minute 10 to go, and the other team with the ball. Not a very good situation to be in. Well, you got to know who you're guarding. They got some three point shooters, but Knox isn't one of them. Uh, he doesn't take a lot of through. Well, he's taken quite a few, but he's only 25%. So you got to play him to drive and make him shoot the outside shot. Now the Shockers need a, need a defensive stand here. Down four with a minute to go. They need to get a stop in the worst way here without fouling. Shockers holding them to 39.7%, 24%, 6 of 25 from three. But boy, they've given up about three layups in this second half near the end of possessions. Placer brings it back into the front court, guarded by Bell. Shot clock at 10. Keeping his dribble way out front, seven to shoot to Youngblood, cuts into the lane. Now over to Pryor, fallaway jumper is short, rebound batted out, grabbed by Xavier Bell. So the Shockers get the stop, 49 seconds to go. They've got to get a score here. Down four, Bell, crossover dribble, down the lane, pull up, good. Tough shot by Xavier Bell, who now has 14. He's had their only two baskets in the last couple of minutes, and they're back to within two with 37 seconds to go. They don't want to foul. There's a difference of about 10 seconds between the shot clock and the game clock. Pryor double team, gets it out to Placer, spins on the dribble and a timeout taken by South Florida. 25 seconds on the game clock, 14 seconds on the shot clock. South Florida in possession in their front court and head coach Amir Abdur-Rahim wanting to talk it over. Well, it's a 30 second timeout. They've got 14 on the shot clock. So the key now is the Shockers have got to figure out a way to get a stop without fouling. The last time down the floor, they made him kick it to Pryor, the big 6'10 player, and he missed badly, and the Shockers did a good job of protecting the boards, and Xavier Bell came down with a rebound, so they've got to do that again. Look for them to go to Miguel or maybe Youngblood. They're their two one-on-one -on -one players or two guards. Look for one of those guys to be driving in the basket trying to get this bucket. 
Miguel is 74% foul shooter, although he missed his last one. And Youngblood, an 82% free throw shooter, who just made a couple prior, of course, a really good free throw shooter. And he is nine for nine in this ball game. Yeah, Miguel's not on the floor right now, so uh, they've got Knox, Youngblood, plus Sears in there. Stroud comes into Pryor at the top of the arc, and he's gonna drive it. And a step back 15 footer is good. Wow, big but shot. I guess that's free throw range where he's really good. 23 for Pryor, four point lead. Jocker's in a hurry now. 12 seconds left. Underneath driving, Beverly gets the layup and Paul timeout. Mills with a timeout. Harlan Beverly, a driving layup from the right side, has 15, gets it back to two, but now only 8.6 seconds to go. This will be a full timeout, but we will keep it here. Isaac Abide checking into the Shocker lineup, and he may be in both for his athleticism and also because he's only got one foul. They may want, if they don't steal it here, they almost have to foul right away, and they've got to talk about who it is they want to foul and put at the line. Yeah, they're gonna have to foul if they don't get a steal here. But that was a smart play by Harlan Beverly. He was open for the three, he made a shot fake and then drove quickly to the basket and got the bucket. Coach Mills was right there next to the referee to get the clock stopped. So eight seconds to go. South Florida leading by two. They're gonna try to inbound to one of their better free throw shooters and they've got a bunch of them. The freshman reads 76%. Placier is almost 90%, Youngblood 80%. So look for Youngblood or Placier to get this ball on the inbound. Actually, the big guy prior is also a really good free throw shooter. So far in the game, they are 16 of 19, 84%, which is about 12% above what they normally shoot. They've had an exceptionally good day, so that means anybody who's been to the line for them probably going there with quite a bit of confidence. They are up to Wichita State with only eight plus seconds to go is going to have to get a steal right away or foul. They've got to stop the clock as soon as they can. Well, they're going to break up Placer over here on this side. It looks like they're going to break up Youngblood as well. So he's probably going to throw it into one of those two guys. Miguel is it right? Get it into Placer and they double team him and they still haven't fouled him. Now to... to uh, prior and Rogers fouls him but they used up about five seconds there not fouling and now Kaysen Pryor who's nine for nine from the line goes to the line to shoot two. Actually he could have just held that ball down there in that trap and let time expire. Second foul on Colby Rogers but Kaysen Pryor nine for nine from the line they're in the double bonus so he gets two shots if he makes them both, then the Shockers just don't have enough time. If he misses one, there's still some kind of chance to come down and hit a three to tie it. Takes a lot of time, free throw, good. 10 for 10, and again, he's had 15 of 16 in a game this year. He was 10 of 10 the other night. So 80% free throw shooter. He's 100% today, and one more will pretty much ice it. Dalen Riginal back in the game. Ronnie DeGray comes out. 3.9 seconds to go. And if Pryor makes this one, it's going to be another heartbreaker for the Shockers. Coach Mills just said, rebound it and go. Takes a lot of time. South Florida staying off the lane so as not to foul, and he bounced it in. Bounced about three times and went in, and that should do it. Timeout, which a timeout, South Florida. 
but that should be enough. A four-point lead with about four seconds to go, 3.9. 72-68, South Florida. I'm sure that Amir Abdul-Rahim just wants to remind his guys, no matter what, do not foul, because now the only chance for Wichita State would be to hit a three as they're being fouled and have a possible four-point play. Well, stranger things have happened. The guys always want to try to block a shot, and it's happened before, but I'm sure you're right that he's preaching to his guys, hey, let him throw it in, let him shoot it, and the game's over. Wichita State led by three at halftime, got off to a terrible start in the second half because of turnovers. They turned it over six times in the first roughly six and a half minutes of the second half. South Florida went from three down to a 12-point lead, and then the Shockers made a really nice comeback. But three times, they had it within three with the possession, couldn't get any of those shots to fall, and eventually... South Florida got it back to a two-possession game a couple of times and have managed to hang on to it. Yeah, and three of those attempts to tie the game were right at the basket. Uh, a couple of drives right at the hoop, but just couldn't get the ball to fall. So Shockers are going to inbounds. They can run the baseline. Looks like uh, South Florida is going to pick up about three-quarter court. Just try to prevent them from throwing it up to half court. They're they're all in there, in there, uh, in the Shocker front court. Ronnie DeGray, long pass up court, and it's picked off by Chris Youngblood, and that'll do it. So the final score is going to be South Florida 72, Wichita State 68. The Shockers coming close in both of these games on this road trip, but they'll fall to 8 and 10 on the season. Stay tuned for the Chicken and Pickle postgame show. Upgrade your laundry room's styling and function with a Whirlpool large capacity front load laundry pair. Clean regular size loads fast with the quick wash cycle and get on with your day. In the dryer, the wrinkle shield option helps keep wrinkles from setting in when you can't unload right away. Add modern style to your home at the right price with a Whirlpool energy efficient washer and dryer. Shop Litton's Appliance, conveniently located at 123 South Hillside. And get 12 months no interest financing all month long. A smile is a powerful thing, especially when it's protected by the nation's largest network of dentists, Delta Dental. Not only is a healthy smile a good indicator of your overall health, it also comes in handy when you're stealing the fries off your friend's plate, even though you didn't want fries. But here you are, smiling that healthy smile of yours, taking one after another. Schedule a checkup today and unleash your smile power with affordable dental benefits from Delta Dental of Kansas. This is Kansas Insurance Commissioner Vicki Schmidt. Success on game day starts with knowing your opponent. And when it comes to investing, you need to have a game plan too. Investment scams don't just target the elderly. Research shows many fraud victims are college-educated, financially literate individuals. One in ten will fall victim to investment fraud. The Kansas Insurance Department is here to help with a new website at smartinvestks.com. Have a game plan before you invest. Educate yourself on how to avoid scams at smartinvestks.com. So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrapped a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you received this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. 
A-U-T-A-C-Y. Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents Brad Woody, Ryan Woods, and Angela Valentine. The Shockers play here on 103.7 K-E-Y-N Wichita. Welcome back to Tampa, Florida. This is the Chicken and Pickle postgame show presented by Chicken and Pickle at 13th and Greenwich Road. Another game that Wichita State was right there until the end, but couldn't quite pull it out. The Shockers got off to a bad start in the second half, dug themselves a hole, and then fought back and gave themselves a chance, but had three straight possessions down three where they had a chance to get it closer and really make an impact and just couldn't get any of those to fall and eventually South Florida got it back to a a two possession game where then the Shockers were fighting to stay close enough to have one last shot at it. Yeah just Shockers were just having a terrible time trying to knock down any three pointers. Uh, Kobe Rogers hit one in the first half and the only other one was uh, Xavier Bell three pointer uh, late here in the second half but uh, they started driving to the basket, and like Mike said, they had three opportunities to tie the game up, got to the basket. Uh, Xavier Bell had one that just went in and out off the glass. Harlan Beverly hung in the air and shot one that just barely missed, and there was another one there at the hoop. I can't remember who shot it, but had three different attempts, uh, three different chances to tie the game up. They're uh, late with uh, about two, three minutes to go and just could not get anything to fall. And uh, Credit South Florida, they took care of the ball, only had seven turnovers. They got to the free throw line a lot, which is their MO, and they made 18 of 21, a great percentage. And so they did what they had to do to win the ball game, even though they didn't really shoot from three very well either. The critical juncture of the game was early second half. Wichita State led by three at halftime, and they were leading by four and then South Florida went on a 16-0 run to go from four down to up 12 with 10.42 to go. And then the Shockers finally started a comeback, and they 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 got it to eight with about eight minutes to go, to five with about five minutes to go. Uh, If I recall, they had, I think, three possessions where they were down five where they failed to score, where they could have gotten it uh, down to maybe a one possession or, or at least closer, and they just... Once they got back in the game, they just couldn't make the big shots down the stretch. Well, at that point you mentioned where that 16-0 run that uh, the Bulls made, if I recall, that was the middle of the second half, and Pryor, their big 6-10 center, who doesn't shoot threes very well, knocked down a three from the right corner, and then the next possession or two knocked down a three from the left corner. And right during that stretch, uh, Shockers had a couple of just, just, crazy turnovers where they just dribbled the ball out of bounds and so uh, didn't have shots in the basket and uh, encouraged the Bulls and uh, you know they 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 took it off they took they took the ball and ran with it they uh, you know you, you can't turn that ball over in those critical parts of the game and the Shockers had a flurry of them right there right when USF uh, hit some threes. Wichita State had six turnovers in the first half. South Florida had five, and the points off turnovers were even at 6-6. And then the Shockers had six more turnovers in about the first six and a half minutes of the second half, and it ended up points off turnovers was 15-8 South Florida. So a seven-point advantage there in a four-point game. Again, it comes down uh, 
somewhat simply to that statistic. The Shockers outscored them by 14 points in the paint, by five on second chance points, by six on bench points. So again, the, the turnovers and, uh, free throws. and free throws. Wichita State shot okay, 10 of 14, but South Florida got 21 attempts and made 18, so an eight-point edge at the free throw line. Yeah, plus eight uh, free throws, uh, made free throws uh, for the Bulls, and then uh, you mentioned the uh, the points off turnovers. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's it's not too complicated to win on the road. you got to take care of the ball, and uh, if you don't hit your outside shots, which the Shockers weren't doing today, they didn't hit – Hardly any threes, two out of 19. Well, you better do everything else right. You better make your free throws and better keep the other team off the free throw line. But uh, uh, let's just let's just give the Bulls credit. They did what they had to do to, to turn this game around in the second half and then made big shots and made free throws and uh, took care of the basketball. As Bob said, pretty basic, pretty easy to break down. That's our game recap as the Shockers lose a close one, 72-68 here at South Florida. We'll continue on the Chicken and Pickle postgame show. Just like the Shockers, Reese Nichols is a highly trained team. We collaborate daily on how to help our clients win. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, we're in it to win it for you. Go Shocks! At Coke, we're proud to call Wichita home and thrilled to support our hometown Shockers on and off the court. Think you have what it takes to join our winning team of more than 3,300 Wichita employees? Careers are currently available across the board to help you take your skills to new levels. Come see what the hype is all about for yourself. Visit cokecareers.com to learn more. That's K-O-C-H-Careers.com. The Oxford Villa Active Senior Apartments are proud sponsors of Wichita State Athletics. Oxford Villa Apartments are perfect for independent seniors who enjoy their personal space as much as they love their social lives. Get to know your neighbors at a Shocker watch party, a senior boxing class, or join in a game of cards. With miles of paved walking paths, scenic ponds, a grand courtyard, huge walk-in closets, and a 24-hour concierge, you'll feel right at home in the Oxford family. Stop by the Oxford Villa on 29th Street, just west of Mays Road, or schedule a tour at OxfordVilla.com. Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy is the passage for all things hyper wellness. We offer affordable and accessible modalities for everyone. Anywhere from someone that is looking for an immune boost, performance recovery, or just overall wellness. We're here to help improve the lives of our customers and do more of what you love. We are the place for you. Restore is a proud partner of Shocker Athletics. Find us in the waterfront. Reese Nichols is an all-star real estate team that wants to be your trusted advisor in a changing market. You deserve an expert that will navigate real estate contracts to your best advantage. Whether it's residential, commercial, farm and ranch, or auction, Reese Nichols and you. Go Shocks! Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents Sean Chapman, Kerry Mock, or Chris Post. You're listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Tampa on the Chicken and Pickle postgame show. We're joined by head coach Paul Mills following the Shockers' 72-68 loss. And coach, a lot of the numbers are kind of right where you wanted them to be, but the big, the big stretch was right there early in the second half when you had a flurry of turnovers and they swung from four down to 12 up in kind of the blink of an eye. Yeah, it was a lot of unforced turnovers too. It was just us, the simple dribbling uh, issues and getting squeezed off of a pick and roll and 
um, it wasn't – I didn't think it was really anything that they caused. And, you know, if you can hold the other team to, to 40% um, and then 24% from the three-point line and give yourself a chance. And But the 21 free throws was, was – we knew 21 was kind of the magic number. Um, they did a great job, obviously, of making them shooting 86%. But if you go two for 19 from three on the road – um, you're going to have to give yourself an opportunity defensively, and we needed to defend without fouling. So I've uh, been pretty good at it this year, but um, they capitalized on every every one of our fouls. Yeah, yeah. He made a really nice comeback to get back in the game. Then I, I think there were two or three possessions when it was five that you had a chance to get closer and couldn't get one in. And then I think three times when it got to three that you, you had some chances and just wouldn't go down for I it. had some really good looks. And as I, I told those guys, nobody's losing uh, on purpose. There's just plays down the stretch that, that we need to make uh, from you know getting two free throw opportunities. Uh, we, we need to convert at least one of those. Um, we, we do need we, – we had a couple of air balls right around the rim. Uh, we just need to give ourselves a chance on the old board side. And and, and obviously, defensively, we, we were in it. But um, we we got to get better at shot selection when it matters. You know, when you go two for 19 from three, it's, it's something that's hard as a coach to control, you know, how well you're going to shoot from three. But uh, when you go two for 19 from three on the road, you've really got to do a lot of other things right to come out of a, a, a game with a win and one of them is uh, taking care of the basketball and those turnovers just just hurt the shocks tonight and then the uh, putting them on the line that many times it's it's hard to guard the free throw line yeah you know not going go uh you know 26 of uh, uh being able to go 26 of of the uh 37 uh from two it was like paint touches is is what matters here and uh and, and we, we we took some bad i didn't I, I thought we took some non-paint threes that were bad, but um, some of those looks were really good, and especially early, and um, they weren't falling, so we, we needed to switch things up. But, um, yeah, th- this is a tough one. This whole trip, you had two games, we were right in it, and there's it's easy enough to look at it, I guess, like you made some progress, you're a little closer, but it's also, I'm sure, frustrating that some of these things that you keep talking about aren't quite fixed yet. We, we just... We get certain players to play well one night and then not another. We just need better consistency. Um, good, solid job defensively. We just need better consistency uh, on, on the offensive end. Coach, thank you. Appreciate thank your you. time. Shocker head coach Paul Mills presented by Delta Dental of Kansas. Uh, going to take a look at the final stats, uh, recap those for you. South Florida ended up at just an even 40%, 24 of 60 and 24% on 6 of 25 threes, but they made 18 of 21 free throws, 86%, while the Shockers were 10 of 14. 71.4 is the best they've shot in the last seven games, but still outscored by eight points from the line. And then 49% shooting overall, third straight game where they've had a very good overall shooting percentage but just two of 19 from three. So, again, as he pointed out, 26 of 38 from two-point range. That's close to two-thirds, and yeah. Uh, yeah. that's that's as good as you could ask for. But, uh, and you know, as he said, maybe, maybe a couple of threes here and there that shouldn't have been taken. Well, we talked about that uh, five minutes or so into the second half. Hey, let's quit, let's quit shooting the threes and attack the basket. And they did. Uh, they, they quit shooting the three-pointers, although Bell hit one later, and uh, Kobe tried a couple of more. But the other guys quit shooting the threes, and they attacked the basket and got back in the ball game. But when it came down to crunch time, uh, couldn't make some of those shots right at the basket. 
Wichita State was plus eight, rebounding 39-31, but had 14 turnovers to seven. South Florida plus seven, 15 to eight on points. Off turnovers. And individually, South Florida led by Kaysen Pryor, who had 25 points and 10 rebounds. Maybe not the most efficient game in history. Six of 21 from the field, two of 10 from three, but he did have those two big threes on consecutive tries early in the second half, and he was 11 for 11 from the free throw line. 17 points for Jose Placier, and he was three of four from three. Uh, by far his best game in a long time. He started off well, then was hurt for about a month and had not been scoring much or even playing a lot in the last three games since coming back, so I'm sure they're glad to get him back in form. 10 points for Kobe Knox, nine for Chris Youngblood. He averages 14. He was only three of 10 from the field, so they did a good job on him. For Wichita State, 15 points for Harlan Beverly, including six of nine from the field, had six rebounds, two assists. Xavier Bell off the bench for 14 points, eight rebounds, and two assists. Ended up playing almost 35 minutes. 12 points for Kenny Poto and four rebounds. And 11 points for Colby Rogers, but he was just five of 13 from the field and one of eight from three. Dalen Riginal, eight points, four rebounds. Ronnie DeGray was six points and four rebounds and two points for Quincy Ballard. Not as effective, certainly by far today, as he was the other night at Florida Atlantic. Had a tough time getting the ball, only took one shot. Had two points, two rebounds, and a couple of blocks. The Shockers falling now to 8 and 10 on the year. Well, the, you know, the, the other teams, they watch video too, so they've been watching uh, the, how many lobs that Quincy Ballard gets. He got a bunch of them in that uh, Florida Atlantic game and it seemed like the Bulls today were really determined not to let Quincy get any lobs. They were putting two guys on him, a guy in the front and a guy behind, and that's why it opened up some of the drives to the basket and Bell and Beverly were able to get to the basket because of all the attention that Ballard was getting, but uh, I'll tell you the thing that jumped out on me was Basser. You know, he uh, he was 0 for 3 in the last game, 1 for 4 in the game prior to that, and 1 for 3 in the game prior to that. He went off for 17 today, and he hadn't scored like that since way back in November when he had 21 in the, against UNI, Northern Iowa. So that kid really gave uh, Coach uh, Rahim a lift. South Florida wins at 72-68. We'll come back to close it out right after this. In college athletics today, having a strong name, image, and likeness program, known as NIL, is critical to athletic success. Armchair Strategies, the official collective of Shocker Athletics, is led by former WSU student-athletes who are passionate about helping today's student-athletes monetize from their NIL. Contributing is easy and affordable for all Shocker fans through the Armchair Army. Receive exclusive benefits as an Army member by contributing as little as $10 per month. To sign up or learn more about NIL at WSU, visit armchairstrategies.com. Are you ready for Shocker basketball? Because it's time to get geared up. We're all coming together for those amazing on-the-court moments. Shields is right there with you, cheering our team on to victory. So suit up in your Shocker black and yellow with fan gear from Shields, in-store or online. And let's get ready for Shocker basketball. Shields, proud partner of Wichita State Athletics and basketball fans everywhere. 
Did you know that Andy's Frozen Custard is home to the fan favorite Shocker Jackhammer Treat? It's the world's finest vanilla frozen custard blended with fresh bananas and creamy peanut butter that Andy's jackhammers with hot fudge down the center. Yummy! A portion of the proceeds go to the Athletic Scholarship Foundation at Wichita State. What a great way to support our favorite university while treating yourself. Swing by one of Andy's Frozen Custard 3 Wichita locations today and top your day with a smile with the Shocker Jackhammer. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Riley Allred or Tom Leach in Wichita or Rachel Janes in Hayesville. You're driving down the road when suddenly your GPS tells you there's a detour ahead. That doesn't mean you just turn around and go home. At Baxter & Associates, we know that just because the directions may change, your destination hasn't. I'm Justin Baxter with Baxter & Associates. Let us help you map your financial future. Call 316-652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Securities Investment Advisory Services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. Shocker Sports are brought to you by American Family Insurance. See agents Kirk Farber, Wes Sawyer, or Dylan Hartnett. The Shockers play here on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to the Chicken and Pickle postgame show from Tampa, where the Shockers dropped one to South Florida today, 72-68. Want to remind you, we're back to coaches' shows tomorrow night from Dino's. Grill and Tap Works at 21st and Webb. It's been a while since we've been there, a couple of weeks. It'll be Terry Nooner from 6 to 7 with the women's basketball show, and then Paul Mills 7 to 8. You can hear it on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Again, 6 to 7, Coach Nooner, 7 to 8, Coach Mills, and come out and join us. Dino's Grill and Tap Works at 21st and Webb. Next game for the Shockers will be Wednesday night at home against East Carolina. East Carolina lost by 8 at UAB last night, putting them at 9 and 10. Overall in the year, 2 and 4 in the conference. Shockers now at 8 and 10, 0 and 5 in the conference, still looking for that first conference win. And then SMU, a team that is 32 in the NCAA net now, and 13 and 5 overall, 4 and 1 in the conference, will be in town for a 2 o'clock tip off on Sunday afternoon. So doesn't get any easier. The Shockers certainly were closer in a couple of these games to Florida Atlantic and South Florida, but come off this two-game trip with two more tough losses. Yeah, uh, a couple of good offensive uh, games uh, against uh, Memphis and then the, the, the game against Florida Atlantic. Uh, Shockers played really well offensively for the turnovers and missed free throws. But uh, today... Uh, it was the three-point shooting that let him down and, and uh, just a few too many turnovers at the wrong time. But uh, got to get that squared away and try to figure out a way to beat ECU, who came in and knocked off the Shockers last year at uh, Oak Arena. So Wednesday night, 6.30, ECU. 
And just to reiterate, it doesn't get any easier. UTSA, which is the lowest-ranked team in the conference, and down toward the bottom with the Shockers and Temple and Rice and Tulsa, is leading Florida Atlantic by one with 8.17 to go at San Antonio. They were up 53-49 at halftime, so obviously they can score a little bit. Won't see them for a while yet, but there just aren't any easy touches in this league. No, uh, I've been impressed with the teams. I watched uh, UAB on uh, on a recording yesterday to get ready for the South Florida game, and, and Andy Kennedy's got them playing really good ball. Uh, they beat ECU by eight uh, last night, and then we talked about Sunday's game against SMU. They just blew out Tulsa by 33, so uh, next two games uh, could be tough ones. I want to remind you that Eisenhower National Airport is proud to be the official sponsor of the Wichita State Shocker Watch Parties at Social Tap, and the airport will give away a free parking certificate at each of the watch parties. And at the final watch party of the season, they'll have a drawing for 50,000 American Airlines miles, enough for two round-trip tickets. The more watch parties you attend, the better your chances to win. Join in at the Social Tap to watch the Shockers when they're on the road and enjoy the game with your fellow Shockers. Well, that will do it for now. Paul Mills show tomorrow night 7 to 8 over on KFH from Dino's Grill and Tap Works and then East Carolina in town for a 6.30 tip-off on Wednesday night. We'll be on the air at 5.30 for that one. But for now, Bob and I will bid you good afternoon from Tampa, Florida, where South Florida defeated the Shockers 72-68. Thanks also to Phil Hildebrand in the studio. We'll talk with you again tomorrow night from Dino's. This broadcast has been an exclusive presentation of the Shocker Sports Properties Radio Network. Executive producer is Mark Rogers. For information about this broadcast, contact Shocker Sports Properties. Coverage of the Wichita State Shockers is authorized by Shocker Sports Properties and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast, internet streaming, or other use of the accounts and descriptions of this game without written consent of Shocker Sports Properties, Play Fly Sports, or the University is prohibited. The Shock Sports Properties Radio Network is a division of Shocker Sports Properties and Play Fly Sports. This Odyssey Sports Broadcast has been presented by Health Markets. Shop for health insurance your way. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived! 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.